I'm Shane. I'm Bo. We are your Kentucky Fried Critics. And we're back for another one, guys. That's right. Episode 18. 18? More Christmas. Last time I mentioned episode 16 was four months, but you know that's why we're going by four weeks. Because you know, it was episode 16, but this would be the actual. I think I looked it up the, by date. Lines four up months with yeah, when from we when, actually from when episode one went up. All right, Aww. anniversary. That's Aren't right. They fun. We're getting there, guys. We're doing this thing. Can't make it more real than this. No. Can't wait for our first year anniversary. All right, guys. Before we get started, we'll take care of the socials. Pause for the cause. That's right. Facebook, again, is where we usually like to start this. That's going to be facebook.com slash Kentucky Fried Critics. Real easy, real simple, no no hyphens. Going from Facebook, we go to Instagram. Now, that's going to be Kentucky Fried Critics. We can't change. Like, you know, your handle is your handle. It's... You, you make that, you keep You give that. me time. Me and my hyphen army will take over Instagram eventually. No, I think I think that's one of those things that if, if you get important enough, you can just start a new one and, like, contact someone and be like, can we just, like, can I just switch transfer this? it over to where it's, it's like this was always that one? After Instagram, we'll go ahead and talk about YouTube. That's the, it's the bastard child right yeah, now. It's the, the one that's completely different from all of the others. It's not hyphenated. It's not a straight spelling. Sticks out like a sore green thumb. That's right, because someone already had the one. It was before we had thought about doing any kind of hyphens. So right now that one sits at youtube.com slash at KF Critics. Grumble, bitch, complain. Now again, I, as I like to point out, if you just search on YouTube for Kentucky Fried Critics. Dude, on mine, if you're I just gonna type, find us. is it just because I do it all the time? I just type in K and it pops up. Yeah, that's because you do it all the time. Oh, uh, we all need to get with me. Because, again, we are active. Yeah, we are I, using we it. We are it. People are viewing our channel currently. Yeah, good so people. Intelligent, that, that beautiful makes a, people. That makes a difference. Then the last one we usually like to hit for our socials is going to be the website. That's the website from our glorious hosts over at Acast. They're the ones that let us put out this podcast. Thanks, guys. And that is also where our hyphens come in. Yo. So that's going to be at shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. Ah, warm tinglies. Uh, I needed it. My fix. Do I have a problem? I think I might I have a know. problem. We'll Anybody see. else think well, this is weird? Once, Tell me in the comments. Once we make the change to the rest of them, if you're still itching for more hyphens, we might have a problem. Yeah, then it's going to be a thing. Uh, yeah. Again, they, they will always, talk to well, somebody. we always will have new ones coming out with the episodes because yeah. the episode titles get, Makes get, me get their own hyphens. Especially when the title's long. I'm just like, man, look at all those fucking hyphens. One more thing that we usually uh, like to tell you about, and the, the, uh, you know, this is a social, but it's not usually the kind of thing you think about when people are like, I'll, t- I'll give you my socials. That's going to be our email. If you just want to reach out to the us. original social. It is, really, but it's not about it. It's not the one that most people think about when you say the word social. You should. This is where you can give us ideas. Yeah, that's where you send the ideas for movies. If you've got a beer you think we can, we, we, we should drink and therefore try our hardest to, to try find to find something, something that goes with it. you let us know. We'll we'll do our best. We'll see what we can do. Uh, so that's going to be KentuckyFriedCritics at gmail.com. No tricks. No hyphens. That one will not get. I'm not gonna set up a new no, that, that email would for us. That would just be a whole new thing. Yeah, yeah. it's we're, before, we're sticking with the one. It's before my love of hyphens, I'll, yeah. I will accept. it. And then of course you can find us on most podcast platforms. I like uh, Spotify. Spotify's the big one. Yeah, Amazon, Apple, Google. It's Again, still a thing? It, it's still floating around. We're I don't iTunes? know. iTunes. Well, that would be Apple. Oh, would that be Apple? Yeah. yeah okay. We're covered. Sweet. Well, most you of them. You can find us wherever you like. iHeartRadio. <laughs> Just to rub that in. Yeah. Just to rub it in. Every day, go out to the mailbox, no t-shirt. We're waiting. We'll see. One day, it'll be a glorious, wonderful day, and I will dance merrily through the fields in my my new iHeartRadio shirt. 
either official or fan made. I will take either. All right, but well that that is definitely all of our socials, all of the places you can find us, reach us, get a hold of us, like, comment, share, subscribe, do it, do those things do that you now. should be doing with the socials. You know how to do it. You probably know how to do it better than we do. Speak for yourself. Oh, definitely better than me. That's what I said. Yeah. I, I just recently learned how to share things on Facebook. That's how grumpy old man I am. Yeah, so you you definitely know how to do it. You can do it. Do do it. Do do what we say you should do. On that note, what what are we drinking, Bo? What are we drinking? We are drinking. We're drinking some good stuff. This is a Great Lakes bourbon aged Christmas ale this time. That's we've right. Done, so we we've done Great Lakes before, but this is their bourbon barrel. Yeah, that's aged right. One. We did. We, we yeah, that's the one that we drank when we were talking about Santa Claus is coming to town. It was really good. It was really good. This is just uh, the same thing. Aged in some bourbon barrels. I don't think they tell us. Can. Uh, but it doesn't tell us what type. I wish we knew what type of bourbon. Because right. sometimes that'll help you know the kind of tasting notes. Again, this is our December Christmas movie marathon. We've got no special hints or clues with the drinks. No, nope, they're this. all just Christmas ales. At best, maybe this one's fancy. Yeah, and, high and end, high end, and there's some high end stuff going on. Yeah, because he's a rich prick in this movie. Yeah, so we are we watched Scrooged. Scrooged. It's a yeah. 1988 filmed in 87 slash 88. This movie's as old as me. Uh, Christmas movie. Bill Murray, the great Bill Murray. Uh, Richard Donner as the director. Yeah, it's also uh, the Goonies and a lot of other, lot of other like, great shit classic from the 80s, 80s, early yeah. 90s. Then Danny Elfman on music. Yeah, I only bring that up because this. Is one of his earlier ones. We all this is before Tim Burton swept. This is him before up. Tim Burton swept him up. Now that being said, some of the music definitely you can feel it. Yeah, you know it's there. Yeah, you're like, ooh, yeah, that's some some Danny Elfman in the background. That's there. right. sets sets a lot of vibes up in this movie. I picked this movie. This is one of my pick. Like we said, uh, the yeah, we, we we've done the, all mine. We did the beginning. The very first one was our joint movie. Then the second two that we just finished up. Those were bows. Hi. Now we're on to my two. But Scrooge is one of my... This is another, again, at this point, probably not shocking to any of the people that listen to us because they've heard me say this a lot. I've seen a lot of movies as a child that maybe I... Probably should have. Yeah, they were maybe a little bit more adult than what people my age might have been watching. I think that was just us when we were kids, man. I guess. But yeah, I definitely seen this one. I did not see this one in theaters. Don't freak out, guys. I was not four <laughs> uh, the going theater. out to see this one. But I was I was definitely watching this uh, regularly by seven or eight. Like it was a in yeah, our household Christmas movie. Uh, by that point, for sure, it was one of my dad's favorite Christmas movies. I picked it kind of in honor of him. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. Uh, as kids, we uh, distinctly I can remember at seven or eight, one of the first times I I have a recollection of watching the movie. We may have watched it before that, but you know it just wasn't. I mean, knowing your dad, it was, probably. It was too adult. For it yeah. to really be something Sink I enjoyed in. yet, yeah. I'm playing with my action so figures. The, the first time that I really like recall watching it and being aware of what was happening yeah, in I it, paid attention. Was that like seven, maybe eight years old? And me and my sister earned ourselves a family tradition from the movie because nice. in the movie they mentioned that one of the characters mentions that they opened one Christmas present every Christmas Eve. It's a passing line in the movie. We'll we'll hit it. We'll hit on it when we get to it. Yeah. But I mean, again, just passing line, not important whatsoever. But you get two seven-year-olds here someone right. say something like that we turned to look at nice. our parents and we were like that's a genius idea can is, you do that is this a thing this is 
the thing, right? Thing, you heard right? them. They mentioned it, right? We're going to start doing the this. The real thing. We have to do this. And so we did from that year did forward. Did you get to pick or was it just like... It was randomized. So uh, uh, there were a few years where they were 100% like, uh, no, you're not going to even take a chance that you get the good one get under the, good the tree. One. Yeah. So they would give us just something. That being said, there were a couple of years where they were totally... Now, again, in hindsight, I know it means that they most likely had already knew the best present was not under the tree. Yeah. Santa was bringing that one. It might not, it might have even been after a Santa year, but you know they, yeah. they just might not have been under the tree yet because they we were diabolical and so they didn't <laughs> always put things under the tree. It was definitely one of those things where I, I now know though that they were most likely not having the best one under the tree, and that's why they did let us have free pick those yeah, years probably. because they knew no matter what we picked, it's not going to be the good. It one. wasn't the mega, you know, it wasn't that one where they were like, no, that one wakes for fucking Christmas. I mean, there's always the one, right? There's the, one where you got. Oh yeah, there's one. The big one. The big one. And not only is it that that one waits for Christmas, that one waits for if someone else isn't there when they're supposed to be, you gotta wait till they're there to open it. Yeah. That's when you know in your head, you're like, oh, I don't know what it is yet. That one's important. But I'm gonna love that one. Uh, I have a very strong fondness for this movie because of all these, all these different factors. Your uh, memories of it are nicer and sweeter and wholesomer than mine. Mine are just like, I was on TV all the time and I watched it. Yeah, there you go. There's my memory of this movie. Well, and it's Bill Murray. Yes. Gotta love Bill Bill Murray. Murray. I don't have a whole lot else. I think we can go ahead and hit our little bit of who's in the movie again. We're not going to hit everybody. But there is a lot. There are a lot. We'll hit some of them. When we run into them, you know, if they're if they're not super important in the movie, we probably won't cover them right now. We'll just wait when we hit their character, be like, oh, that's this person. Now this movie was full of the like, oh. I know you. Oh, definitely. Every time I turned around, I was definitely. like, ah, this guy, I know that guy from something. But so our our big ones that we'll go ahead and for sure mention, we got Bill Murray. Obviously, we've already, yeah, said, already said that one several times now. He is our main character. Frank Cross, he is a an executive a for TV a, executive yeah, for a TV company. Then we have Claire Phillips, played by Karen Allen. That's Indiana Jones fame. She was also in The Sandlot. Yeah, she's the mom in The Sandlot. Mom in The Sandlot. That's right. We have We've talked about her before. Yes, we have. That's right. Go back, listen to. Yes, us. go back and watch that one. It's good. Next, we'll mention Bryce Cummings. The antagonist character in the movie. The new executive coming in. The guy from L.A. The L.A. scumbag. Uh, That's John Glover. Another one. He's in a lot of things. Uh, For me personally, I know him from Smallville. He was uh, Lionel Luther. He's Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. So I saw him. I watched that one. Ten seasons. I watched ten seasons of it, and he is in nine of them or something like i mean he's in most of them so i've definitely he was the first oh i know you face yeah. then we got in a smaller role but definitely he's in it early he's in it later he kind of just pops up throughout pops the movie bobcat goldthwaite yes <laughs> bobcat goldthwaite as elliot loudermilk the name not as important because like he, i said he's not su- he's not a big character yeah, in the it, movie. it's bobcat he's bobcat all through my notes you, you can't hide that voice from me buddy no and he tries to in the beginning he, Bef- he really before does. he gets before he becomes a drunkard yeah he, well, tries, he tries to hide to it a little bit he's still sounding like this yeah, yeah well he exactly has to try really hard just the way he talks yep it's very weird then we have our ghost Two of the three. The third one is just obviously a person in a Ribery animatronic yeah. something or another with a TV face. It was well, when we the get TV there. The TV face was cool. The rest when, of the, when we get there, we'll get there. We'll, we'll really go in depth about the rest of right. that costume. Like but the, yeah. This is one of my favorite Grim the, the other two ghosts, though. Yeah, because we've not said that yet. I guess we should just take a break real quick before we, oh, yeah. we just say ghosts. This movie, 
Obviously, the name shouldn't give it away, but it is a... Modern remit take on A Christmas Carol? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it is heavily inspired by... It is obviously not Scrooge. No. But it is everything else. So, you know, we got the ghosts. We got the Christmas past, present, future. future. We've got all that. We've got uh, a former boss who comes, who comes and haunts him and tells like, him that it's going to happen. You got to get your life together. Yeah. So, I mean, it is... You know this story. This yeah. is just Bill Murray's version. Exactly. That's the ghost. I kind of realized I was saying ghosts, and I was like, oh, we oh, should wait, probably elaborate they, what ghosts There might be about. somebody who's not yeah. seen this. Uh, so then uh, the first ghosts are our taxi cab ghost is played by David Johansson. He was in a band, the New York Dolls. Ah, I know them. Yeah, yeah. Early, hard, hard rock, heavy rock, rock metal. Band. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's where his real fame came from. And he started to, in the late 80s, he started popping up doing random cameo things like this in movies and stuff. And then our other ghost that is worth mentioning, again, because they're not an animatronic, is Carol Kane as our ghost of Christmas present. Yep. Doing a marvelous job <laughs> of being batshit insane. Being nuts. But she does that well. Yeah. Some of my favorite characters of hers are when she's just playing crazy. And then there's no one else that's really uh, super huge in super huge parts. Yeah. Right? So the only other ones that I'll go ahead and just mention right now, just that way if we forget them as we're going through the movie, it's not as important, is, again, this movie takes place around a TV executive. Yeah. And he is also putting on a production of Scrooge. Yeah. That's the whole Again, point. Again, a production of Scrooge, I'll point out. And they keep saying that like that's the name. And that yeah. is not, I want to say. Even the TV promo. It is not it. the name of, of the, the story. story. It is A Christmas Carol. By Charles Dickens. So I, I hated that all throughout the movie. That they kept even on the commercial. It's like, They're like join us for Scrooge. I don't know. It's just, it was, yeah. I was like, well, and they would even say like a Charles Dickens Scrooge. And I'm like, yeah, that's not, not what, what it's it called. Is. Even Ugh. the book, the book the guy's reading on the front, Scrooge. Did they not get the rights somehow to something that was over 100 years old? I just don't Maybe. understand. Well, I don't know. That doesn't Because they not it. once say a Christmas Carol. Because my Carol. dad owned like 100 copies of yeah. different versions of A Christmas Carol There's throughout a, all years. I doubt it. There's one Christmas. We'll just go through our favorite Christmas Carol movies. This uh, one might pop back up. In the televised version of Scrooge that he is putting on, again, Scrooge, no D. His is just yeah, Scrooge. Scrooge. Not Scrooge. It gets the, confusing. The D gets hard on this movie, too. You're just yeah. like, you say it, and you're just like, did people hear that? Do they know I said Scrooge? But yeah, so in, in the TV production that's in the movie, there is Buddy Hackett, like the actual actor yeah, Buddy, Buddy Hackett, Hackett is in the movie, and then Jamie, Jamie Farr, Farr. Yes, just great. Clinger! Yeah, and again... We barely see him, right? right? Like we but see he has Buddy, like one line. We see Buddy Hackett a couple of times. Yeah, because he's playing Ebenezer. Yeah, right? but Jimmy Farr is totally just in there <laughs> for the cameo in the That's promo, it. and yeah. he has like one line. Yeah, it was so random. I love the fact that he's involved. I love so Jamie good. Farr. Uh, we've got two other uh, notable appearance people, but they will be mentioned super early on in the movie. But I'll just go ahead and name drop them. That's going to be Lee Majors and. Robert Goulet. Yeah. But that will, we'll, we're, we're, we're at this point seconds away from starting the movie and we'll be touching base on them immediately. Right. All right. But that's again, like I said, that's all the really big people. We'll mention a oh, couple. John Forsyth. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He's sorry. Sorry. He is. He's I in knew a lot him. of. He's one of the ones I was like, I know you. That he is. Well, we see him in the flashbacks a couple of times. Yeah. Right? Looking good. Got the, yeah, the, suit got the turtleneck the, and shit. Looking good. Lou. Lou. Right. Lou Hayward. Again, he's not. He's the he's the Marley ripoff. Yeah, Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley, the 
mentor to Scrooge. Yeah. He is Frank Cross's mentor. Exactly. Again, because the, even though this is a new version and they're not using the same names, there are the, the same, same character types and much. plot points. Yeah. Yeah. All of this is happening. Now, I think we're good to Now go. we can get into the actual movie. Again, I think we could have just name dropped him when we but, got to him. I knew him. He was one of the few ones where I was like, you, I know you. Well, I know some <laughs> of the other ones we're going to mention later. I have the hardest time with names and faces. So I'm probably like going to be the worst movie reviewer ever because I'm constantly just be like, yeah, I know your face and I can think of three things you've been in, but your name, nope. But yeah, movie, let's All do right. this. Yeah, let's get into it. So again, I've already touched base on the Danny Elfman situation we got going on. Yeah. I am the one that loves to mention the opening song. This opening song is great. It's dark. It's creepy. <laughs> It yeah. gives you Edward Scissorhands. It gives yeah. you Tim Burton. It you gives see you... why Tim Burton was like, I like this guy. He's creepy like me. Yeah, because this song, dude, like, and it's just, it's so simple. It's just, and you're just like, oh, chills, almost instantly right. as it's going through, and you're just like panning across. Oh, it's nice miniatures, too, of the Santa's workshop and, yeah, and then all this stuff. And then zoom it, in. And live action. It was a real nice yeah. transition. So this, the intro song, this is a, a beautiful moment, too, because this is a, the intro song is for the for the movie, despite the fact that we do zoom in on something that is within the movie, you know, like yeah, within the world TV, of the movie. A movie within yeah. the movie. And so I love that we get to hear the, because, you know, we've, we've watched a couple now where they would have just been letting us hear the music that was playing for that promo. Yeah. So then we, we'd see this commercial for a... Made-for-TV movie. Christmas movie. The, the Night the Reindeer Died. Starring Lee, Lee Majors. Majors. Again, we told you he was coming quick. Was Psychos have, a, have taken over Santa's workshop, and only one man can stop them. And Santa even calls him the $6 million the six, man. It's the $6 million man. You've been a very good boy. Yeah, he just kind of looks at him like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, but yeah, this whole thing, it gave me the same vibes from Jingle All the Way. The 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 Turbo Man. The tank. What was the tank? You remember? Oh, the, the, the Total Tank. Yes, this yeah. is Total Tank. This is where Total Tank got the inspiration from. Right. Tell me, like, the storyboards totally that guys is, painted is out completely and said the way isn't the way that this started. Dude, Santa wouldn't have needed Lee Majors if he had the Total Tank. Are we going to address this, though? Santa's Workshop was loaded, loaded out. down. Regardless of Lee I Majors. I want to point out, that is not how you store firearms you can't just lean them up like that in a cabinet santa has magic sir fine i will concede that point but all the rest of you don't store your guns that way and it was great did you notice the goth the goth elf girl right was she even an elf though was she like their kid was maybe because she was normal size yeah right Santa's goth daughter. She was standing right beside Mrs. Claus, and they were the same size. I want to see this movie now. Somebody make me the night the reindeer died. I know we probably we can't get Lee Majors. Does this no? Does but he have a son someone, that looks no. like him? But we could definitely just get someone instead of being Lee Majors, being the six million dollar man. Mm-hmm. It's easier to say you're that character. Yeah, they need to remake that one too. Love uh. that show. But this isn't about this yeah. isn't about Lee Majors. Yeah. This is it's, just a TV spot. The next one is uh, what was it like? Bob da- Goulet's Bob Goulet's Down Home Cajun uh, Christmas yeah, Cajun. or something. He's being chased by a gator, by an alligator. The whole time he's singing, he keeps eyeballing he keeps it, looking back at it like, "What the fuck is it? It's, it's still there." Great. Again, that's it. That's that's the only thing they're here for. Two random fake uh, TV promos. Yeah, and then it cuts out of the TV into the boardroom. Well, no, not yet. First. 
First, we get their Scrooge promo. I thought he pulled out and then he says, "Show me the Scrooge promo." Does he? Yeah, because he because they're all like it's looking for at half him. a second. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they're all looking at him like, "See, look how good it is," and he's just kind of like, "Show me the Scrooge promo." Oh, dark and serious yeah. and shit. And it pops up and it's on. It's it's what you'd expect for like a Christmas Carol, right? You got the old man reading the book, and they're all like, "Ah, join us next Friday for the heartwarming tale yeah. and all that shit." And they name drop Buddy Hackett and, Buddy, and, and Jamie Farr. This is their and Mary Lou Retton. Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim, which is beyond. Well, instead of just bizarre. walking, he she throws the crutch and does a big double somersault. And I it, know why. <laughs> I've seen the movie. And I've seen the clips. I've seen the behind the scenes of the movie where they actually interviewed Mary Lou Retton about doing this spot for the movie. I know. I want to see that. It doesn't make it any less bizarre. As both a real world choice and an in-universe choice to be Tiny Mary Lou Retton? She's short, I guess. All right. Well, now you've expanded all the possible reasons. What else? <laughs> I got nothing. Moving on. So. Because kids love an acrobat, according to that one guy. Yeah, That's why know. Mary Lou Redden is there. My kids love her. I don't, I don't know. No. But Bill, Frank, sorry, not Bill Murray. That's right. Frank We're Cross, world. Mr. Cross, is not happy with this promo. He, he says, everybody's like, <laughs> oh, but this, but this. And he's like, well, I would have done it different. Was he, he's, he's like, we spent $4 million on this. And was it 4 or 40 was Either it 4 way, or 40 I can't remember. Either way, too much for an 80s he's, TV production. Yeah, live TV production even. What the fuck? Right, but then he's just like, I have to kill you all. And they all actually look genuinely concerned for a second. But then he shows them his. Yeah. And his is terrifying. It's just... It's just... Don't miss it or you'll die. It has die. nothing to do with <laughs> the uh, actual... Again, both here. It has nothing to do with A Christmas Carol, and it has nothing to do with his production. No. Because, again, his production could have had nothing to do with A Christmas Carol, despite being called Scrooge. Yeah. But we do know it is. It is a very faithful production, despite the weird half-naked ladies dancing around. You can barely see him. But everything else we see of the production looks like a very faithful production. Yeah, production. It's got the snow and the top hats. And well, yeah, it looks like shit. it looks yeah. like it looks like old school England. It looks like you know, it looks like what you expect Victorian era. But that's not no. his commercial. His commercial is just is death and and napalm and, and helicopters drugs. flying There's around. There's like literally like they're shooting up heroin and like dude rolls up in a shotgun, shoots dude in the face on a highway. You literally see like one man in the boardroom like crying. crying. He's <laughs> brought to tears. He's just like <laughs> weeping by the things, the monstrosity right? that he's seen on the screen. And it ends with Scrooge. Your life may just depend on it. Everybody know, was leaving. Thing. Everybody was leaving like half throwing up like oh my god what did i just freaking watch and then and then our our, our boy elliot Bobcat. yeah elliot yes his name is elliot louder milk yep louder milk milkman our boy elliot though he he feels the need to stop and he has to tell he's, him he's the only one with a freaking set of balls out of any of these guys he's like uh sir sir i don't know if you know this but that's not really the vibe right like what did that have to do that's with, not christmas sir with a christmas carol at all i don't think my family would like to see a commercial like that on christmas or to see the thing that it's a commercial for no and frank's just like well it's a little late to tell me this yeah. now and he's just like well, you just you just I just saw it. Yeah, well, you just told me, so. Right. And he's like, I did. I did just kind of spring it on you. I tell you what, if I can change it, I'll let you know in five minutes. He will not. No, because as soon as, as, soon he, as he walks out of the room, he, looks he tells his, his assistant, yeah. Grace, he says, who the fuck is that guy? 
Fire him. Fire that guy. I want his locks changed. I want security to escort him out of the building. And she's like, you're firing him on Christmas Eve? And he's like, ah, yes. Call HR. Cancel his Christmas bonus. Thank you. Thank you. And you can see her just like are you, deflated. Are you fucking serious? She's deflated because she's like, I don't want to be no part of that decision. Right. And right now you're making it feel like I was the one who yeah, made that decision. I'm the one who has to call and do it. He makes it worse because as soon as she does, she calls the people. He looks, there's like a drawing that her kid did and stuff. And he's like, this is crap. Rips it off the Rips wall. Rips it off. He's like, it's crap. Get it out of here. I don't want it on the wall. He I is can't... a total dick. Yeah. And that's all that, that part was for, yeah, too, right? Was just to make sure we really knew that. Really lay it in. It's yeah. like, he's not even nice to his sweet secretary here. Mm-hmm. And then we, again, and then we see her, right? She makes the call. Code nine. Yeah, because this it happens, happens a lot. so much that they, they just have a nickname code. code for it. So that way they can quickly do it, right? Yeah. And it is, that is true because the next thing we see in the next scene whenever he starts to go over with her the the Christmas gifts and he's looking out his window with through the telescope he is timing it yeah did you know it's yeah, four minutes four and like minutes 40 and four seconds, seconds or right? something like that and he's like Gee, it's and, under five yeah and out the building louder mill that Michael. is crazy right? under five minutes because they were in some kind of skyscraper it was tall it was a big building Dude, they threw him down he was looking stairs. through a telescope that's he nuts looked like an ant from his perspective that's why he needed the telescope but again while that's going on we get to see his his secretary grace was going over with him the christmas gifts he was going to give out that year everybody was getting either one of two things yeah a towel or a VCR top in VHS player. It is just a VCR, guys. Yeah. But at the time, you would still hear people say pull out like the that. full terminology VHS player. Yeah, because this was like right after the VHS Betamax War. Yeah, VHS yeah. had won. Yeah, that's right. And it was just starting to be, like again at this point. Available. At, at this point, it still wasn't like every home. It was still like you know like most homes, but yeah. not every home. It wasn't one of those. They weren't cheap yet. either. My dad told me like the first one I bought was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, they were expensive back in the day. And so again, for him to be buying anybody those yeah and just giving them out as a present you alone. he has to like you or you got just really great ratings yeah and that's what we see <laughs> like that one guy that's, that's he's asked see. he's like what were the ratings on that one show tau um, a five with a 70 overall i'm like but either way it wasn't good to him yeah he he, it wasn't good enough so he gets a towel uh and then she says what about your brother towel <laughs> and she goes what your own brother yeah yeah fuck him as as we're finishing it up and and everything's uh, leaving, we find out was it the boss is coming? Yeah, the president of the entire company. Because this is where it gets weird, right? So he's, he's the, the president, president of, of that network. that network, and so it must be a company that owns multiple, multiple networks, networks, like a media company. Yeah, like the guy that uh, Alec Baldwin worked for on Thirty Rock. He is the boss of IBC. Yes, and but this guy is the guy who owns is, the umbrella company or over something it, weird I guess. like that. Because he kisses his ass the second he walks in the door. He's like, hi, oh, you look good. You've been working out. Grace, why didn't you tell me? Preston. Preston, Preston Rhinelander. Rhinelander. That's, a, that's a weird nice, name. strong German yeah. name. In their rush to try to make him look important and busy yeah. real quick. And he's sending her out the door. He says, oh, yeah, and by the way, you get a towel for yourself. <laughs> Put yourself down for a towel. And she, she gets upset. What about my bonus? Obviously so. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah. And a face cloth. Yeah, there you go, because she did such a great job. Cloth. She got a, more than most other people. Got more than her. Got more than his brother. Yeah. Yeah, there right. you go. Gee. He thinks more highly of you than his own brother. You right? should feel privileged you got a face towel with the IBC logo on it. That's right. But then, uh, like we said, Mr. Rhinelander, Preston, he, Hail he, Rhinelander. He, he comes in, Grace leaves. He comes in with, with the, the craziest fucking shit. idea. 
the most batshit insane plan I have ever heard. Uh. He was like, so let me pitch this to you. I think within the next 20 years, oh, animals shit. are our next demographic. Cats and dogs. I have this report. I, I, these I, scientists. They say that they're starting to notice the things on the screen and actually watch them. I'm telling you, they are in our next demographic. Programming for cats. It's genius. Wasn't there a dormouse in Scrooge? No, but now that you say it, I think there should be dormice. Yes, oh, genius. Even better. My bet. My favorite part was he's like, you remember Kojak? And he had the sucker. And he's saying, <laughs> what about a detective with a piece of string? A lot of, you know, dangling in a front. A lot of quick, random movement. This I'm like, guy, you know what? A cat would watch that. They would, but this guy is nuts. Right. For pitching this idea. As soon as he idea. gets in the elevator, he's, he's uh, like, for, I wish we could fire Right, I wish guy. I could fire that guy. Jeez. Right? Because it's insane. Yep. Yeah, so then we once that wraps up, he gets back to his office. He tells his secretary, Grace, he's like, I need you to say we need to work late because this guy's oh, nuts. Yeah, he's he ran into Bryce, too, in the elevator. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's right. That's why right. he goes he running meets, off. Yeah, he meets Bryce, that's right. Through, after escorting, after escorting Rhinelander. to the elevator and turning around, he runs into Bryce. And at first, we have no idea why, right? Like, no, it, he's he just, just says kind of introducing himself. Well, he's like, I'm going up to well, see no, the big but man. He says he, they've met. He said they yeah, met. We've they, met before. Yeah, somewhere. Or some random I'm going place. up to see Preston or whatever the fuck. Yeah, because uh, he's friends with say, uh, Preston's son. son. They went yeah. to the same school. And so but it's he, really weird, really awkward. Frank really is strange. Frank knows right immediately away. Immediately he's like, a threat. Yeah, and so he tells Grace, we need to find out everything we can about him. We're going to be working late. I need you to do this. And she's like, I can't work late. I, I told you this already. I have a doctor's appointment. I have to take my kid. But if I can't work late, you can't work late. If you can't work late, I can't work late. He just spits <laughs> out right. a lot of nonsense. And if I can't work late, I can't work late. Right? Like it was just a lot of nonsense right. she was like what Just are you even saying fucking it. saying right now and then she hits him with the magic again she'd been hiding this in her back pocket right. she knew this she was waiting she was and she, she just goes oh yeah by the way your brother's in your office. And I didn't Deuces, tell him right? and I didn't tell him about his towel. But you know, she was just waiting because she was like, Oh, I don't even have to worry. I know I'm not staying. Because yep. I'm gonna mention this and then I'm out. Yep, I'm leaving. Bye. And so she did exactly that. She mentioned this and then she was out. At that moment we do, we see he he gets to meet with his brother. Did you see in the, the exercise? Room? Did you see what was written on the wall yeah. up there? Cross definition. A thing you nail people to. Right? <laughs> What the? It's all kinds. Of, well, again, it's supposed to be like that '80s, like crazy, like yeah, hardcore American business psycho mental, yeah, like kind business of businessman. Yeah, yeah. Win, make money at all cost. Fuck family and everything yeah. else. That went. That room. That exercise room right. was nuts to start with. But yeah, so we get his brother James, who we see a few times. All of the people in the Cross family are played by actual people in Bill Murray's family. You told me that. Isn't that right? amazing? Like this is his. One of his brothers. This is one of his brothers. The, then the guy who plays his dad, he, we'll, we'll get there soon. But yeah, yeah, in the flashback, we'll have somebody who is uh, one of his brothers, and then we'll have one more, his other, his fourth. I think there are, I think there are only four. Lord help me, I might be wrong. <laughs> might have sisters, too. I have no idea, but I definitely know that the four that I've seen before... A Murray Brothers production. They are, they are all... Well, they all are playing people in the family. Yeah, well, that's it's even better. better yeah. Kind of keep the facial structure looking mm -hmm, the same. Mm -hmm. So it was really. I think it was a great idea. It was. It, was it looked good. I could. I totally believed they were brothers. I just thought it was good casting. Yeah. Well, now you know. Now it was know, good I was casting. Like, oh, it was great fan. Best casting you could ever do. He sees James. They have a little bit of banter in the building. James follows him out of the building. Like, we don't yeah. even know why. Like much like Frank himself. <laughs> 
We have no idea what the fuck his brother is doing. No. Uh, just kind of walk out onto the street. He's with trying him. to just ditch him, right? Yeah, he's, he's, quickly, he is. he's, he's just trying, trying to, to walk go. faster and faster and not listen to what he's saying. And he's following him. He's he like, knows. finally, he pitches what he's there for. He's Frank like, Frank knew. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> hey, man, you want to come to family dinner? You come in this year? Nope. We'd love to have you. Absolutely not. But why not? Because Christmas is a crock. It's for children. I, I, I worship my Christmas by doing what I'm doing and having uh, uh, millions of people, people love the things, things that, that I'm make. putting out there for them to watch on I'm Christmas. I'm Christmas's biggest fan, you know. Yeah. He's such a dickheaded comic. It is. And he's like, I like, I like you. I like being around you. But, you know, send me a Christmas card. Make sure it's on recycled paper. I like that part. That's <laughs> it. And enjoy your... And then he cool friends like he's a little jealous and stuff. Your cool friends and your house and all that shit. Well, that's where the recycle paper. He was making fun yeah. of them for being like uh, yuppies. Uh, but yeah, so he was kind of making fun of them. But yeah, but then he totally just knocks the old lady he out does. the way and takes her takes cab. Takes her fucking cab. I was she, like, damn, cold blooded. She's in, in her, front of his brother, right? She's a sinner. She's like, oh please. He flips her off through the window, and she they, to the great old lady's credit, she's like, you son of a bitch, you burn in hell. They, I was like, get him, old lady. They really wanted you to know he was. A bastard, right? They wanted you to know. Stone cold, from top to prick. bottom. Like you know, this isn't one of those like he's just an upper echelon, like douchey no. kind of. No, from top to bottom, like that's the basis level kind right. of dickery you can have. Pushing an old lady out of the right. way, right? Yeah. Boom, taking your cap, and she had her arms full of shit too. Then we see him. He goes. He wins some award. This is how unimportant the, the, the award was. The award was for uh, the like brotherhood of giving or it something does, like he that. Didn't care. He didn't want to no. be there. Even as soon as he as soon as soon as he leaves, he gets another cab. He leaves it behind. In never cab, thinks about it again. Look back, nothing. It's gone. Has the cool like Darth Vader entrance into the building where like the security salute him yeah. and shit. I was so, like, that's so awesome. crazy. We get a brief moment right where we see a glimpse of uh, Grace where she lives at. I think so. Yeah, she it's she's taking her, her kid home, and we it's the first time yeah, we hear she mentions the doctors. I'm paying two hundred dollars to a doctor to tell me that you, you can't, can't speak when I, I sit here that. and I can hear that you can't. Talk. Yeah, that's when yeah, we get that moment. That's that part. It's a little bit of a glimpse for us. We see she lives on the rough side of town. We know she's got a kid yeah. that has some major problems. We don't know yeah, much what it is. The boy. We know he can't talk. We don't know anything beyond that. That's it. That's all we see right now. They, they give us this slow buildup for her character. Most of everybody else we see, you know everything about them you need to know in 30 seconds. She's the one where they kind of milk it out for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, everybody right? else is like, here, this is me. Face value. Yeah. But then we, we cut back to the office, right? After yeah, we see he's her. in his now office. Now is when we get the hauntings. I love this because, again, I, st I saw this at a very young age the first time this is the beginning of like it's not crazy scary because the comedy starts up immediately after some of the scary right right but for a little kid it's really hard for you to like oh, yeah. wait for the comedy you're <laughs> so scared by the scary that you don't see the immediate comedy after it yeah so this is one of those moments because when he first sees the the ghost's presence right it beats the fuck, fuck out, out of that, that door. door. That door is pinned in. shit out right? of it. And I mean it. I was so scared as a little <laughs> yeah, kid, I right? Yeah, I see that. But then immediately, I mean, we're talking about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. The door comes down. He walks in. He's in golf yeah, clothes. Golf clothes, carrying pink. his golf clubs and shit. Got the little hat and sunglasses and shit. Don't the mind me. even, the little yeah. golf clubs. Don't mind me. Walks over to the bar, pours <laughs> himself a drink. Pours him a drink. Total comedy, right? But again, seven-year-old me? Seven-year-old oh, yeah. me was so scared. Especially when the door exploded, too. Oh, that dude. probably was even, like, the, the cherry on top of, like, ah, cover my face. It was intense, for sure. Scared Bill. He pulled his gun. He pulls his gun out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's, there, he's like, bam, ba-bam, blam, blam, blam. And then saying it while he's shooting. And then he just slowly turns around. 
I don't care if you hit me, kid, but be, go easy on the Bacardi takes a drink. Takes and a it drink. Just, just And we see just, just like Lou, Lou Hayward looking like a water fountain. Right, just right? every just direction. Booze is pouring out. We skipped over. At this point, we've seen Frank drinking several vodka and tabs. Yes. Some Stoli, some high-end Some Stoli, that's some expensive vodka. When I saw the bottle the first time I watched it, I saw the red and the white, and I was like, is he drinking Farskis? Come on, brother, step it up. Or some dark eyes. But that's just it. Those things are all all mimicking Stoli. Yeah, they want to look like that. That's good vodka. That's made from potatoes. They want to look like the real stuff is why they all do that. It's like 70 bucks a bottle. Yeah, well, I mean, again, if we were going to do this movie uh, in a month where we weren't just doing Christmas Christmas sales and doing our favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We would have done as well. We couldn't have done. We couldn't have done a Stoli and Tab. Tab's not on the market. They, made, they, don't, they don't make Tab anymore, do they? No, we went off the market in 2020. So I mean, we're not Damn. far off. Dude. We missed it. Maybe somebody's got well, some stash. It doesn't even matter now. We uh, found our way yeah, to do it without we, having to need the tab. Yeah, we, we worked around it. It's that's Christmas. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. We're that's so right. fucking. But smart. that would have been the drink for sure. Yeah, because that's, we see he drinks like five of them he's, in the movie. Yeah. Every time you turn every time around, you turn around, that's what he's, he's pouring drinking. some Stoli into some Tab. Let's get back on track. Lou is there. This is his former boss. This is so again. I don't understand the full hierarchy here. I guess maybe Lou was partners with uh, Rhinelander, right? And then he died, so Rhinelander took over the whole thing. That's all I can. That's figure. all I can figure. Yeah, sounds uh, right. Or Lou just had the job that Frank has now. Could be. He could have just been the president of the network, and then and he, he was died. still answering to Rhinelander. But somehow died, there's yeah. some kind of something. He was here. mentoring Frank. Yeah, we know that they were mentors and friends. Yeah, even best the, friends, he says. Yeah, so they partied and got bitches together. Pretty much, that's what it. Pretty meant. much, we see enough of their relationship once we start going a little bit further. Yeah. That that's definitely all that he means. The line where he's just like, "I was adored by women." He's like, yeah, "We both know you just paid for you them. paid for the women." Let's, Let's be, be honest real. here. Yeah. Exactly. You paid for the women. Right after that line, he goes, you're the man who invented the, the miniseries. miniseries. And I was like, what? What a claim. What a claim. Hey, that's a huge claim to fame right It is, right dude. There. I'm not saying. It made me think. I was like, I want to know who actually did invent the miniseries. How long have we been I'd love doing to know shit? the fictional miniseries that was the one he created right? the miniseries with. I just, I would watch all the movies and shit they came up with in this movie. At this point, Lou literally just goes, Hard into the change your fucking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Geez. Again, Marley in the original kind of uh, yelled Christmas at him Carol, and shook his he, chains. He tries and shit. to like he tries to ghostly scare him for yeah. a little bit first, Rawr. right? Fuck no, dude. dude. Lou hardcore goes. Look, I know what I look like. That shouldn't be scary. You want to know what's fucking scary? What's fucking scary is what's waiting for you if you don't fucking change your life. Right. You need to change your life fucking now. If you don't fucking change your life, he, he goes fucking hard. holds him out the window. Dude, that scene looks dope. Right? Where the effects for that. The hand where And you start to see the shit. zombie He's, arm falling oh, apart. so good. And finally give way. Practical effects. <laughs> for a split second, Lou thought he was getting to him. Yeah. Getting through to him. And when he didn't, he shoves him through the window. We get the cool practical effect. The arm falls off. Yeah. He goes flying down, falling out of the <laughs> I sky, like when he's skyscraper. pushing him out the window. He's like, oh, Lou, please, no, they'll think I'm a suicide. But right. when he falls. He lands back in his office in his, in his neat his, little Shea Lounge nice. thing. Nothing happened. Nope. Nothing wrong. So th- he doesn't know if it's real or not, what's going on. He has been but drinking he, a lot. But then he rolls over, right? Yeah. Looks and he sees the phone Dials dialing itself. itself and calls a woman named Claire. Now, again, I've seen this movie a hundred times. Yes. I can't 
practically remember a point in my life where I haven't seen this movie. So it's really hard for me to picture a world where you don't know who she is. But like just trying to picture this movie. The first time you've seen it. And not knowing who the fuck this character yeah, is. It like, seems like this would probably be really important. weird. Yeah. For the ghost to call her right after the scene we saw. It did. Super weird, but he jumps up, grabs the phone because it goes. And he to starts the, talking to yeah, her. Yeah, and he's like, "Something he's happened. Like, we not talked for fifteen, 15 years. Fifteen fucking years." He's like, "But I, I definitely do need to talk to you. Something How crazy." How is number still the same? Well, it was in the Rolodex. Did you notice it was in the? Because this was pre-caller ID. So the fact that it said Claire after being dialed, yeah, doesn't mean that it was caller ID information. It means that there was like a programmable Programmed Rolodex, Rolodex in the on phone. the phone. Yeah, they had those. You could sit there and yeah. you push. So it. that it means would... her number was still saved. Fifteen years ago, there weren't, there wouldn't have been a phone to save it in. He has kept her, her number. Oh, well, I guess. We also live in New York or some shit. How the fuck do you think she still has the same phone number 15 years later? Do you think she's renting the same hovel? Because you see her. Yeah. She's renting a hovel. Do you think it's the same one for 15 years? Maybe. Maybe it's rent. She's moved all over the city. Maybe it's rent protected. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. She only pays 50 bucks a month. She got it from one of the homeless people. Right. And she's like, yeah, man, I ain't fucking going anywhere. I can maybe believe this. I can maybe. All right. I'll give you credence to that. Yay. He leaves a message with her. Did not get through to her. No, just goes on like something weird happened. (laughs) Something crazy happened. Or didn't. I don't know. But I I have to talk to you. Uh, well, that's almost the end of that scene, right? Then we see him go to take another drink of his tab, his, his vodka and tab. tab. And he spits out a golf he ball. He spits out the golf ball because he showed up with all the golf stuff. Yeah, there. it's like, huh, that wasn't a dream, was right. it? It's like, yeah, otherwise there wouldn't be a golf ball in your mouth, And dick. Well, and Claire's fucking phone number wouldn't was have the been same, right? Well, all of this. Because, again, he didn't dial the phone. No, the ghost did, I assume, so, Lou, because it doesn't show he, anybody. Well, and there are no others. He mentioned the three. Yeah. Like he's supposed to be in our Jacob Marley substitute. Yes. Yeah, he said specifically, you know, You'll the next one. by three ghosts. Yeah, well, and the first one won't be here until tomorrow at noon. Yeah, whatever yeah, time noon, or something. Think, yeah. So he knew it wasn't yet. Mm. So I guess it had to be Jacob. Yeah, had call, to have been. Calling the number. Then we, we get another look into Grace's life, right? We see uh, we see now that she's got a lot of kids. Yeah, she has like five. Five Four kids. or five. They're all Piled in this tiny ass apartment, and they like to pick on poor Calvin. Poor kid, right? We we hear in the distance, like it's her and her mom, mom maybe I guess, uh, and her oldest daughter all talking in the kitchen. Yeah, and we just asking, all of a sudden we hear like too much fun, too yeah. much fun. They're like, we're like, we don't have a tree. He's like, yeah, because they're decorating the trees. Like, Lord. yeah, we do. Yeah, we're decorating trees. Like, no, we don't have one. She's like, yeah, we do now. And they go in there and they got poor Calvin. But poor then Calvin. you even hear the one woman say, like, looks better than he did last year. Meaning they do this to him. He looked all the so time sad so defeated because, right just uh, hmm they, you can tell they Poor take kid. they take advantage of this kid because he doesn't talk because yeah, he won't say anything it's awful it is it's i awful. felt so bad for him they're all like plug him in plug him in yeah. even the mom laughs even grace she's yeah. she's trying not to but she does i'm like man he's gonna see that he's gonna remember that right he's gonna remember Jeez. that you laughed that's all it was there for it was again just more of our slow build yeah to know a little bit more about her yeah she's the only one the that family. gets like character yeah development. no no she, it's just her. We don't get that for anybody else in this movie. She's yeah. very important in that oh, in case aspect. You, in case you didn't realize, and her son, Calvin is our Tiny Tim character. Yeah, Calvin, her son, is obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. in case you didn't the, catch that. The, that's the reason he doesn't speak. Yeah. That, that's his affliction. Yeah, instead instead of, being, of being on a crutch, he yeah, just doesn't and talk. Instead of being on a crutch and tiny. 
he doesn't talk in his tiny. Again, that's all that scene was there for. It's just setting more up yeah, for us with uh, that I'm family. I'm fine with. I love yeah, when no, movies do shit like that. A lot of movies, they're just like, Meh, whatever, they'll realize it. Then we, we cut back to Frank's office, making me wonder if he ever went home. Did he sleep in the I, office? I guess, because it's morning now. He's right? like eating breakfast. And we see one of the women that was in the boardroom, yeah, one, so of, the one other... of the board execs, we don't know exactly who she is, talking about how this is a star-studded cast. Familiar face. It is 100% the mom from the Goonies. Oh, my God. It's Mikey and Brent's it mom. It so is. Nice. Like we said. Ah, Richard Donner directed this. I bet he was just like, <laughs> no, hey, I was gonna that say bitch that. did a good I job. I was going to say that, dude. Nice. Networking. Uh, but yeah, so I love that. It was a nice touch. I love the Goonies. Right. Give me a saying? connection anytime we can get one. Movies um, full of I know you. But so this woman though hands Frank a newspaper and says, "You've got to look at this, Frank. We uh, killed someone. An old lady. <laughs> we killed in, an old grandmother. In some ran, you know, in some Midwestern state. I don't even know if they named what state, no, but some. Know. They were just saying some random place. She was 80 years old, watching yeah. their Scrooge we, promo. Yeah, we see. Uh, we see that there's this lady who died watching it's, the scrooge promo yeah. we don't know exactly you know, again at, at first frank even tries to play the devil's advocate for the good for the good side you know not negatively he's like well we don't actually know our thing did it but then he immediately when you're like when you're thinking to yourself oh he's not so bad of a guy he's trying to be like she could have died from any number you know they're just trying to pin that on us that's kind of great then he immediately follows it up with those are gonna be great for our numbers you can't pay for this kind of publicity this is great the worst part is at first when he says it, you're like, oh, that woman is even going to be disgusted by it, right? Right. But she is even, like, tickled. Yeah, she was like, like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. What the hell? I mean, that's TV people, man. Whatever gets people watching it. And I... The best one of them got not, fired five minutes into the movie. Right. I mean, but he's not wrong. If I heard that there was a show that's no, I would definitely commercial be killed somebody, I'd be like, no, I'm going to watch that shit. I want to see what, how bad it is. It would have totally worked. But then we 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 hear from there that Frank needs to go down to the set, right? Yeah, they need him on set. So we, <laughs> we finally get our first look at the IBC uh, Scrooge production in the set that they've got. Again, like I said, it's very true to what you expect A Christmas Carol to look like. Very yeah. true to real what's in the story no, in I the could, book. If I, they would do stuff like this, like the the Cinderella Live they did yeah. in the 90s. The set looked like this. Yeah. It looked this is, it was very spot nice. On. Looks very real. Right. Very, very good. I can totally believe this is a live network production. But so when Frank gets down there on set, he gets stopped by the censor. Bitches at him says we can't <laughs> we, have this we can't have this costume i want to point out the costume she's pointing at definitely has no place they are literally in the middle of a set that looks like it was cut out of like downtown village england right. somewhere and we got these bitches in like bikinis and you know, don't be wrong so like victorian hat yeah they got a top hat <laughs> but a hundred percent does not fit for the where they're standing but they're the dancers and the dancers gotta look sexy man i, I mean, guess but so the <laughs> the sensor is like look her full-on nip i could see her nips it is out and you could yeah there you could see it it was definitely like full <laughs> Top third, third. You fourth. couldn't see the bump. Yeah, you could definitely see the. You could. You you, you knew. knew it was a nipple. Yeah, and those two guys come up and they're just like. I mean, you can barely see it. And he's like, and yeah, he, see, they're really looking. Yeah, exactly. They're really trying, and they can't. And she's like, well, this isn't. We're not finished talking about this clock. She gets knocked the fuck out by a lamppost. First of many. 
Yeah, this, this poor bitch gets uh, constantly. She's getting fucked up through this whole beat thing. up every time you turn around. Poor censorship lady. Right. That being said, I don't like the people that do that job. So so fuck her. Yeah. Fuck your job, not you as a person. But exactly. Like when you exactly. are, at, but you chose that. At some yeah, point. but like you actively decided to do that. You had it coming. You so, earned it. Yeah. It is what it is. But then while we're on set, in the middle of all this weird fucking chaos, right. Claire shows up. Yes, and we're supposed to know who the fuck she is. Exactly. We still <laughs> don't have any clue. Much like I've done for some other movies, I've posited to you slight alterations that yeah, can make this movie this better. in the wrong order. This scene should be after the Ghosts of Christmas Past, where we actually get to find out about, about Claire. Claire. Yes, I agree. It should. Then she shows up on set, and he has his, like... Oh, well, maybe I'm not too late. Yeah. And then. But no, the way it is right now. Makes no sense. Because he's literally at this point not talked to her in 15 15 years. years. And she's somebody yells lumpy from off camera. And we don't know anything about that. that. We don't know that reference yet. Because we've not seen that flashback yet. All of it. It gets explained later. It is a problem. It should have been explained first. Yes, it is a problem. As they're having their refresher. Meet cute. Yeah, their dance around the conversation of uh, if if anybody's single or not and whatnot. The animal handler shows up. He shows up. He has a little dormouse and it's so cute. And he has little antlers. And he's like. I've tried this was what was outrageous to me like he says I've tried tried everything super glue even didn't work and then Bill Murray's like staple it okay my problem here again staple it was obviously outrageous and that everybody in the scene agrees that that was even Claire's super glue was outrageous yeah, you shouldn't be putting super glue on a fucking mouse. So I was like, I can't believe that we didn't all gasp when he already said super glue. Right. Because to me, I was like, PETA is already freaking right? out. Right, you can't use super glue on a mouse. What's wrong with you? You have to use the, like... The weird type of, you know, it's like, like you can drop water yeah, on it to it, break it, it apart sol- and stuff. Water-soluble yeah, yeah. glue. That's what no, you have to use. Fuck that man. was nuts. Yeah. The way that thing was positioned on its head, the, mouse's hand, band. the you- mouse's hand could never have got it off knocked it off no you you could have put an elastic band under his little mouse chin and it would have worked fine and talking staples yeah. and glue and shit Fucking but so monsters. again he did he did throw out staple it <laughs> claire freaked out yeah rightfully so i will call the humane society but even when she freaks out she is still not against it no this, this should be his first sign that the door is still open because she did not hear that and immediately say Fuck, Fuck dude, I've not talked to you in 15 years. That was nuts. I'm out. You're still an asshole. Right? No, she was All like... All she says is like, you're still trying to control the world? Yeah, still acting like it was cute. Yeah, and he's like, well, you're still trying to save it. And it's oh. like, oh, oh, it's like, no, you're an asshole. Fuck you. I don't get why she's so No, no. It stays the, the Every time they have an interaction right? until the end when we know he's changed. But yeah, in the beginning... the very end. Because she's like this the whole time. Yeah, she's Even when he's nice. an unchanged man, she is still very interested in him. And I do not okay. understand it. She's totally willing to go with it. It's like, Especially after we see our... We're jumping ahead. Right. We're literally about to get there. We're about to have our flashback, yeah. and we'll get to address exactly what went down with them and why this is so absurd for I mean, her to could, act this we, way. All that happened next is he goes to lunch. No, I know, I know, I know. That, but again, we don't immediately talk about those scenes. That's yeah. why I was saying, like, we're about to talk about their relationship. We're not yet, though. They, yeah. they have one. When they travel back in time, we get one stop before we start with them. Right? That's what I was getting. Yeah. To. Okay. We won't talk about them immediately. We do. Uh, we see there is this stupid dinner. 
Yeah, he goes to with, lunch with, with, uh, um, with oh, fucking Rhinelander. Yeah, Rhinelander. I can't remember his first name, but Rhinelander is a cool name. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, so he has he has another dinner. And then he says... Nothing really happening. Bryce is with him. Yeah, he says, he I hired him, Bryce to and it's help like, you. It's like, ah, and I knew kind of flips Well, but out then at the moment, though, he looks at the time. It's noon. And he gets a drink served. And for a split second, he sees the ice cube. Looks like an eyeball. That's yeah, an eyeball. Another one of the... This whole dinner or lunch, lunch whatever, whatever, this whatever meal freaked me out as a kid. It's the, the, the second. The eyeball. the eyeball, then the guy on fire. Because this guy on fire scene goes for a, for a while. while, dude. That poor guy was on fire for like it 30 starts, seconds. It starts right here. Like You can tell they, they want you to think he thinks Bryce is the first ghost, which already yeah. doesn't make sense because he met Bryce way before. So doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. But he is delirious at this point. <laughs> He's losing his shit. Probably hasn't slept because everything that happened the night before. And he drinks a lot. And so he is convinced Bryce is the, the first ghost. Because he even kind of goes, aha! Yeah. Him. But Bryce is definely not the first right, ghost. Right, because he's but super confused. while this is going on, he looks across the room. There's a... Dude, just make him bake Alaska. The, right. the waiter is even saying it to this him. The old waiter, Alaska. the old waiter guy, yeah. is just like who? Another guy who I've like I've seen you so well, many and, other places. And that Bill Murray was like, you, you. are you him? You? He's like, no. Are you, are you are he, he? He's obsessed sir. with. Are you he, he, sir? He does every time he says something. He corrects his grammar. Uh, but yeah, so it's real crazy. But the baked Alaska guy, he thinks is on fire, right? Full and flame. It stays that way for like five minutes. We just see, he just keeps looking over, and, and nobody else is reacting no. to what he sees as a guy just slowly burning slowly to burning death. Slowly burning to death. Uh, and so he finally is like, I, I just have to leave. I have to go, guys. I have to, I have to I, get some air. Right. I have to go. And as he's walking out the door, he immediately beelines straight to that guy with a pitcher full of water and tosses it straight on him. And as soon as he hits the water on him, you see no fire. No fire. He's just like counting money. Counting his tips. Like, what the fuck did you throw water on me for? I love what he tells the guy. You know, <laughs> I thought you were Richard Pryor. What the fuck? This dude is white. <laughs> Italian at best, like right, like, right, maybe, like maybe a, a little bit of some tannish, like had, olive, per, per, right? He had a Jerry curl. I mean, but he was certainly not yeah. black. He was certainly not Richard Pryor. That's funny shit. And if you, in case you're wondering, Richard Pryor accidentally lit himself on fire one time and, and ran down the street. Hence, why I, he thought you looked like Richard Pryor. And you again, were on fire. that's why that guy was very confused he because was like, he doesn't know there was a fire. The hell, I'm not on fire, and I'm not black, dude. Yeah, it was great. But so, yeah, once we get outside, though, is when we finally uh, see the cab. Yeah, the cab. There, our first. So this ghost. time, this time, in, instead of Frank stealing a cab from someone else. The cab, cab steals, steals Frank. Him. Yeah, because there's another one. That yeah, that was going to get him, and he, he just bumps like, it, <laughs> bumps it out the way. This is where we get our first ghost. The ghost of Christmas past. That's right. It's even he, on his he, license. Yeah, well, he <laughs> announces it right away, because Frank's like, what is this? What this is crazy. Fuck? You're not taking me where I need to go. He's like, no, I'm taking you where you need to go. I'm not taking where you want to go. Right. And he's like, check it out. I'm the ghost. That's all he says, right? Yeah, he's the ghost. The, I'm the ghost, because that's what Frank's been saying. He keeps yep. he keeps calling people the ghost. Now, are you one of them? The ghost. Are you the ghost? And so that's he says, I'm the ghost. He's got that real like, Brooklyn accent. He's got accent. like the crazy like vein, like right. zombie vein things coming off to the side of one real, eye. Just one of them. Real fucked up teeth and shit. They did his makeup so well. Good. He was right. so creepy, so but on the verge of still just looking like a guy. Right. It was perfect. It's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so he's like, I'm going to take you to see the past. We're on our way back to the past. So first stop they go, 1955. Yeah. Gotta love 1955. Good year. It's Back to the Future. Yeah. That's where they go to in Back to the Future. That's what I'm saying. Good year. It's always the year you go 
back no to? No one wants to go Why to 1954. Why back to 1954? 1954 sucked. Uh, 1956 is kind of meh. So they go back to 55 to his childhood home. He was five years old. Yeah, little kid. We've seen somewhere in the movie they mention, or, or some, somehow it gets shown on screen, that he was a 1950. He was, so he is definitely five and 55. Yeah. Keeps it really simple for you to know his age yeah. throughout the movie that way. Which I think is part of why they made sure to set it up like that. Probably the right? math. Like, so that way, the because, math is easy for Because everybody. we're going to hit a lot of years here in a minute. Like yeah. Right after this, we start going really quick. It starts in 55. He's five years old. He's glued to the TV. Like His mom's watching, chain smoking, wall pregnant. Because like it's would that be. kind of thing. Dad shows up. He's home. Time to celebrate. Christmas. What'd you get me, Dad? I got you five pounds of veal. Prime. Prime. Milk fed. Uh, Which, to be fair, that, I mean, that's nice, but... And he, but he makes a statement. He's like, I just can't believe that I was so ungrateful for such... That, that's like $50 worth of prime veal cutlet right there. No, he's not lying. Like, a fucking veal cut like that, that's some prime shit. Now, again, the other thing I want to point out that's about... That's worth way more than choo-choo, all I'm saying. The other thing I want to point out about this scene, though, is, again, like I said earlier, the dad. Dad is being played by his older brother. This is, uh, is Brian Doyle. Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, this is the older Murray. This, the the oldest Murray. He's, I think he's like five or six years older than Bill. Damn, that's a bit older. Yeah. That's the end of the the they, past scene there in, yeah. in 1955. But he did cry. He did cry. He blames it on other stuff. But he cried. He gets back in the cab and he's like, take he gets me back, back to my cab. office. And so he says, all right, I'll take you back yeah. to your office. And so he takes him. And it was in the IBC building. I was going to say, I think it's the same building. 1968. Good year. So again, he's 18. This is like yeah. his first intern job. Like his first right? job. Right, because he's the mail room. Yeah, we he's, see him. he's going delivering mail, mail and during shit. this massive Christmas crazy party. Crazy 60s swinging fucking Christmas party. Right, the, like the, you hear stories about the chicks the secretary like, is taking Xeroxing. scans of her ass yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. shit. Dude is definitely hitting on random chicks. Well, like yeah. we heard, like we heard about yeah, Lou's over hitting on the hot Asian. He's he's definitely gonna. Tr- well, and and Xerox girl. Yeah, and he was Xerox hitting on girl. everybody. He's hitting on anything that moved. Xerox girl throws herself at. Frank, Frank. He and he didn't just know. Oblivious. He didn't know. <laughs> he sees it in retrospect. He even tells yeah. the ghost, he's like, I'm an idiot. And the ghost yeah. has to remind him. The ghost has to remind him, look, buddy, we're here for someone more important. Not her. We're here for someone more important yeah. than Xerox. Not that one. We're going for a different one. And we see, so we see what happens as he left the building because he was leaving because he was done with his yeah, mail. Yeah, it's a hard cut. Immediately he goes. Well, he end. was done with his mail. He he already told everybody in yeah. the building, like, I'm not staying here. Told the lady, I can't get Chinese with you. Yeah, you heard. Was, you heard, right? That's just cat. <laughs> yeah, they get they've been taking alley cats and chopping the stuff. Don't want to eat that. No. Again, guys, good. we don't want to feed into any kind of stereotype. We only mention that because it I comes love Chinese food. and it comes back again yeah. immediately. That's immediately. All, that's the main reason we're mentioning Within it. Like, like the joke minutes. hits twice real quick. We have to mention it. We can't skip past it. Right. We finally cut to outside when he left the party because he just that wasn't his type of scene. No. Because this is before he's all about business and, and trying to butter his way up to, to the, the top. top. So he didn't care he about saying. He just staying. loves TV. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to go home. On his way home, he gets cracked Bonk. in the face by a door. <laughs> door hits him. He smacks the backside there of his head against the concrete. concrete. This is when he meets Claire. Claire. This is where we get lumpy yep. because he's lumpy. This should have happened first. First. If we knew the, all of this, that scene would have made when so much more sense. When she said lumpy, we would have popped. We would have been like, oh, it's her. Yeah. No. no. Instead, we get lumpy. And again, like, I get it. They did it the other way, so that way we wouldn't need a different actor. Because, again, we wouldn't need... Yeah. They, they couldn't have used 
Karen Allen to be 18-year-old Claire. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. They did it this way so that way we can be like, okay, that's fine. It would have worked better, though, because, again, yeah. that way when we heard a voice we didn't recognize say Lumpy, we, we still would have been like, it's Claire. Right. Whatever. They you need mess- to take some of the uh, comedy romance. Yeah, romance. Rom-com. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. You need to take some rom-com notes for, for this yeah, shit. They, they definitely messed it up a little, a little bit. bit. So we see, though, this is how they met. That's it. Yeah. Real quick scene. That's all we get. Yeah. That's why they, they came back heads. to That's why they came back to 68. We see spinning dial again. Yeah. 1969. Christmas Eve. I guess we're they're all supposed to be Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, they're all Christmas Eve, I assume. Because that's what's supposed to, right? I mean, that's how that's it worked, how it worked in, in the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. It was all. Just it's just a little bit more ambiguous in their stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Christmas parties don't always, always happen, happen on Christmas, Christmas Eve, right? Why would they? Because you'd want to be people who have to travel. And well, as we to, already said yeah. about the karate thing and jingle all the way. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You people have, have the, shit they have to do. They have, have lives and families. Yeah, you'd have the Christmas party in the beginning of the month. We'll get back to it. So, but again, we just keep seeing Christmas Eve. This is the Christmas Eve. This is the one I said that affected my yeah, Christmas this is, Eve's this growing had up. had real-world implications here. Yeah. So this is the one. They've been together for about a year. Yeah. She's sitting in the bathtub. They are living together. Smoking a joint. Smoking a joint in the bathtub. it's the 60s, you see. And and our ghost of Christmas past is trying to be a perv. Yeah, and he's like, hey, yo, look, oh, look somewhere else you go go look up there's but, a gorilla but we climbing hear up the frank from the other room yell to claire can we go ahead and open these right and now what's funny is he was the one that wanted to and she came in and said yeah we can and then he was like well in my family we only did that if it was something to spoil i was like you were the one who instigated right? this conversation he just wanted to drive home that yes i was poor remember remember how poor i was remember that <laughs> Like the veal. The veal would have spoiled. You open it right away. At least your dad was a fucking butcher and you got meat. But so she was. Try living on spaghetti for a year. So she told him, though, she was like, when I was growing up, every Christmas Eve, we got to open one Christmas present. Now, this is where, again, this is where you asked your question. Did I I get a pick? Because they don't pick for themselves. He He picks picks the one for her. Yeah. And she picks the one for him. So he hands her her package. Some Gensu knives. Right. I remember those commercials. I love this because (laughs) we get the both, we get the jokes of like what past him was saying to her Her and and the jokes of what present him was saying to to the the ghost. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. It was. Because like he's trying to be like, he's trying to be like, yeah, it was impressive to the cab, to the ghost. And the ghost is like, I know, it's Gensu. I get it. They cut cut 10 right before he says it to her. Beautiful. Cut through a tin can like a tomato. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It was great. I never trusted a girl enough to give her 12 sharp knives. That's a great line. It's a good line. Because he knew when she opened it, it was yeah. a stupid gift. Yeah, gift. yeah. It, well, I think it was all for the joke. Yeah. Right? Like, the joke was the, right? Like, it had nothing to yeah. do with the knife. It was good. But then she gives him her gift to Kama. him, which was the Kama Sutra, Kama Sutra. which was weird, with an actual uh, Sanskrit inscription, inscription to him. Did they ever say what the Sanskrit no. inscription nope. said? No. Nope. They're nope. just like, no, it's in Sanskrit. Yep. Doesn't matter. It's funny matter. though. He's, he's he's. I didn't need a manual. Just yeah, just for the record. To the cabbie outside, he's like, I, the, I didn't need a manual. Or just anything. for the record. But then it's even funnier because he's sitting there, he's flipping through. He's like, oh, no, I'm no, done that. I no. This I love this. Done he's this like, one. did that, did that, done this, 
Buddy of mine did this one. Buddy of mine did this one. I don't believe this. <laughs> right. I don't What's believe it say? this one. It says there's a place you can touch a woman that will make her bark like a dog. And we get Karen Allen as Claire start barking yep. immediately. Woof. So funny, Woof. so beautiful. Woof. Really Woof. says really says something about the relationship, right? Yeah. Like I love it. It's so good. Super playful. And it immediately cuts into our last place that we traveled to in the past. Because her barking transitions into, into Frisbee the dog barking. Who, again, at first we're like, why is the this what fuck? we're seeing, right? Like, why is this stupid who, kids show? Who the, is the connection? Did you notice the host of the kids show? This guy I knew. He's the executive vice president of Recall Industries from Total Recall that comes back to tell Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, hey, this is all just a dream. Take this magic pill. And then he shoots him in the face. As soon as I saw him, I was like, wow, you rose far from your humble origins of Frisbee the dog. Deep cut. Super deep. It was awesome. Couldn't help it. So Frisbee the dog away. First, we just have no idea. What the fuck's going on? What our connection to Frank is, right? Then he pulls the mask off. Frank is is Frisbee? His boss. This is Lou uh, pre-zombification golfing mode. Right. This is Uh, where I said he looked good. He had the the nice... Turtle Lou is there shit. with his assistant, and Lou, Donner. yeah, and he's like uh, invites Frank, Frank to, to Christmas. Go, yeah, they're gonna go to Christmas on the yacht and shit, right? And, and that's what they said, like limo, gonna, and yeah. bring your girl, and all this other shit. And so he's like, "Sweet, yeah, we're moving yeah, on up." Moving and so Claire right. shows up, and he's like, "We're gonna do this." And Claire's like, "We've already made plans with our friends." And Frank's like, "Fuck that shit. This Fuck guy them. doesn't make plans like that." He said, "Today we're he's doing it today." Dick. He's a total dick about he's it. He's a total dick here. But this is the moment, though, he says, he's like, he makes the comment. He's like, I've put so much into making this show work. Right. And so that's the moment where I'm like, so, okay, so maybe he's a producer and, like, being in the fucking suit was what he had to do had at some to point do to, make, to make the show work. That guy quit or, or something, something. Right. Yeah. Like maybe it's one of those situations. Yeah. We just don't know that. Because it also would make more sense about why Lou would invite him to a dinner. Yeah, because he's like, working, if he was just he's an on working cam- so hard. Well, if he was just on-camera talent. Yeah, he would fucking give a shit uh i personally never thought that frank had intentions to be on screen no talent though so he it had to have been one of those just he ended up there by ended chance up having to do it to right. keep the show going because he said something about like i've sacrificed a lot and so that's i it's gotta be put on that stupid dog suit yeah that's a huge sacrifice it's gotta be that right? right claire though this is what's so outrageous about the moment he was such an ass yeah so rude to her about their already existing plans she then tells him, we're done. Yeah, we're, we're going to go We need to take a break. I need to go my way. You need to go your way. So, again, that means we know. they've. Uh, this is 1972. Yeah. They've been together for three, three years. Three years by this point? At the least three years. He just waves at her. He well like again. It's, well, it's like he didn't. No, even the way he talked to her after yeah. she said it was like he didn't, it didn't register, register what, what was being yeah, said to just, him. All right, bye. I'll see you if I see you. Right? They've been together long enough that you know. You know when you're fucking up. You know when you're fucking up bad. You know when you've crossed the line. You You know beforehand, and you purposely made the decision to cross the line. As soon as you say it, you're like, None of that. None of that was going on. Nope. He's just completely oblivious. Like, back to the show. Put my dog head on. And so, again, at this point, we see Frank. He's... He's speaking like he is learning, right? Like we're hearing him say some stuff like, God, I'm a fuck up. Yeah. I messed this up. 
what was I doing? But as he is saying it, he starts to transition it back into, into how he's right now. She must be wrong. No yeah. one could actually be that good of a person. That's some bullshit. I yeah. don't believe it. As he is making this transition from like, he's he's on his way. He's making this change. Yeah. In the spiraling back into being dumb fuck Frank. <laughs> we see the ghost of Christmas pass up on the monitor. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Deuces. I'm going to leave you back in the past. You know and, what you're doing. And so he freaks out for a Sorry. split second. Frank is like, what are you doing? What? Don't leave what? me You here. can't do that? You can't do that. And then we see. We're back on set. He wakes up again. The the. I love that that's how they keep getting him. Yeah. Right? They keep making him feel like he is having weird, weird hallucinations. Acid naps. Right? Little or some acid shit. naps. Because they always make him wake up. Right? Because he kind of like, wakes up. He's on set. They're doing their scene and shit. And something the bitch says is like poignant to him and what he just went through. So he whips around. He's just like, you know what, bitch? I did make the right decision. So you can shut your goddamn mouth or something like that. Well. And the actress, though, was in a scene with Buddy Hackett. So yeah. he's literally, he starts screaming this in the middle at her of and it scene. interrupts the scene with Buddy Hackett. Then he transitions <laughs> into yelling at Buddy Hackett because Buddy Hackett was like, what, what are, are you, you doing? Are you crazy? And, he, and so he's like, blah, 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 blah. and everybody's like, what are you doing to Buddy Hackett? On, like, you know, right? like, again, like, he's our draw. You're trying to make our big name leave? Like, he's the lead. What are you doing? Come on, Frank. You're the guy in charge. But he's like off in his own fucking shit. Just he, I think he's screaming at Claire that isn't there. Yeah, right? no, that's what it is. And uh, then yeah, he gets yeah. the the little card. No, because again, that's that's the moment he's having that. Again, he's continuing the conversation he had before, he where sitting, he's like, "She can't be that good, good of, a of a person. person Nobody's right? that good of a person. Nobody's that I'm sweet. gonna go see her. I'm gonna go see her and right. prove it. I'm gonna prove she's a bad person." Rants the entire way. And so by the time he shows up in front of her. Non-profit organization, which is funny because he's he there. He's looks just like, like a madman. He's yelling about how like he's like, if you were a good person, you'd have a building that I could find. And he turns oh. around, like, oh, well, there it is. Okay, that's good. Let's go. He walks past Elliot in the yeah, trash because he's, he's been. Drunk. He's, he's been a drunker. selling his blood, drinking the whole time since, since he got been, fired. Yeah. In the 24 hours. In the, yeah, he's all kinds. He's basically homeless now. Our homeless man, Herman, that we get to meet here in just a moment, steals his pocket <laughs> steals watch his on watch. his way into the scene where we meet him. Yes. Once Frank shows up inside the nonprofit homeless organization thing, yeah. he gets inside and he's him he's just kind of still raving, ranting. right? He's just something and, about going on it, and like, if I want a wife, I'm going to buy one. And the volunteer <laughs> sees him and she thinks He's a stark raving mad homeless man. And so she gets him a blanket, puts him by the other people. And she's like, you just stay here. I'll I'll try to get you some food. I'll I'll, be right back. And he's like, okay. And he's still, he's kind of stark raving mad still. And we have Herman, our guy. Herman. Again, he just stole poor Elliot's Elliot's Christmas watch. watch. And his buddies. And his buddies. I I don't know the other dude's name. They tell us, but I can't remember. But But Eva. uh, Ava. It's Ava. Ava. Did you uh, see who she was or who was playing Ava? No. It's Ma Fratelli. Ma, Ma Fratelli. From the Goonies. From the Goonies. Yes. Again, that's our second Goonies. Richard Donner. God bless him. Yes. So that's good. the mom from the Goonies and Mama Fratelli from the Goonies. That's, that's both of the Ma's. Both of the Ma's. 
from the Goonies. With Mark. Yeah, I love her. She's also in uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Yes, keeping she's in the mama. Mamas. Mama. But yeah, she is a great actress. <laughs> she's good. I here love too. her. She's great in the scene. Right. Every one of these homeless people are just batshit in their own right. They, uh, this is what's beautiful about right. her, though, is that at this point, for some reason, Herman and Herman's friend that's with him, we'll just call him Tom because we don't know. Yeah. I don't. Herman and Tom. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Herman and Tom have both decided for some fucking, fucking reason, reason that Frank, Frank is Richard, Richard Burton. And it, I don't know why. And, and they, they keep, keep calling, calling him Dick. Dick. But the beautiful part is, the, so they're already calling him the wrong name. Right. Ava starts calling him Dave. <laughs> She's got a different She's name a than different the name, name they're calling and she, him. They're trying to get him to like drink this hooch. That and so they keep got. calling him Dick, except Dick. for her. And she's like, come on, do it for me, Dave. Dave. He, right? he kind of fake drinks it. Yeah, you know, he pours it straight. Like he, he, so she can't see it, but it is straight, straight poured on the, the ground. Yeah. He's like, yeah, there you go. But again, the two guys keep hitting the dick, and they start hitting it hard, right? right. They're like, dick, can you dick. Give us, can you give us a little Cleopatra or some, uh, what was the other? They, they think, think he's, he's Richard Burton. Richard Burton. And, and it's funny because finally they, he says, he finally, he breaks. He, he breaks, does, he right? He's like, why do you keep calling me Mark, dick? He does Mark well, Anthony. Well, for, before he does it, he says to them, he's like, oh, yeah. why do you keep calling me dick? I'm sorry, Mr. Burton. Do we not know you well enough to to call you dick? Because I thought after the, the one movie that we did together and stuff, like these guys <laughs> think they were like. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does a really good. Good. Yes, you know his next his really next thing. Good. As soon as he finds out that's what they thought, he does a an amazing, amazing Richard Burton, Burton imitation. Uh, Cleopatra, yeah, it's great. With, uh, Liz Tyler, I can't do therefore, it. Yeah, but I foresee. Therefore, I foreswear. His head here upon the charm. Bill Murray's head swings. It was great, so crazy. But yeah, so he he's there to see Claire in the middle of his his, uh, uh, his imitation tradition. here. Yes. She hears him and looks over and is like, what is going on? What the on? fuck are you doing? And so she rushes over and he starts to have a conversation with her. Yeah, he's like, the crazy thing happened again. And and here I am. And, you know, fuck this. Let's let's go away. Let's, and, let's, and she's on board. Too late. Yeah, she's again, totally with she, it. This is what I said before, right? It's amazing that he is as crazy as he is, both in, like, this moment really crazy right? and before as in it, just an asshole yeah, crazy. The, the dormouse. Ass. Yeah, he's just an asshole kind of right? crazy then. But he's just crazy all around in a way you wouldn't deal with, right? Like, both but either right? asshole or just crazy crazy. I'm sorry. You were just doing Richard Burton impressions for homeless people. I, I, I'm going to go. But, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's 100% still on board. Right? But then the volunteers show up, and they're like, we need you to do this and this. And he freaks out. He's like, you fucking do it. You should fire these fucking people. Again, they're volunteers. Yeah. He's like, I can't fire them. They're volunteers. He's they like, don't have to be here. There's a great line. He's just like, he's like, he's like, yeah, they're volunteers because no one would pay them. They are like this. Every day of the year, I guarantee it. Then he hits her with the advice. Yeah. The scrape them off. Scrape you them wanna off. You want to save somebody? Save yourself. Yeah. Fucking cynical as fuck, God dude. damn. Jeez. But that... That is a piece of advice, and then and and again, she does have to actually do the job because she is the yeah. only person being paid to do this shelter thing. Yeah, everybody else yeah. is a volunteer, so she yeah. she hundred percent does have to go take care of the problem. Yeah, she something about turkeys. Yeah, I, it doesn't even matter. But again, as the only paid person, it is her job. So she's like, "Look, I gotta go take care of this." Again, at this point though, she is still on board with right? him, even after this insult, insult, after all this crazy shit, yelling at his her staff. She is still on board. Yeah, she's he like, is the one that walks out on her. Right? How? How Why? does that even make sense? I'd have been like. 
Fuck you, man. And again, man. this is why I stopped you from uh, uh, from us like going into this part of the conversation earlier is because we needed that uh, past reference to really make sense of this. Because at this point, we know she's walked out on him once. Right, already. So why would she even... Keep carrying this little candle for him here. At this moment, especially. Right? Because at this moment, you can see he's not changed. Yeah, even if she walked out on him because he was a little bit this way. Right. And now what she sees. worse. Makes no sense. None. Even if you did So like I said, we couldn't even your talk. Little, your little torch for 15 yeah. years. At that point, it should have been. Yeah, we Done. couldn't we couldn't even properly talk about this before no. without having that reference because now that we know that she made the choice to fuck off already. But we're finished it's here. Right. He's learning his damn lesson, I guess. Yeah, before we completely walk away from the scene though, in case you needed the last little bit to drive home for you that this was a Christmas carol, he hits her with a bah, bah humbug. humbug. I was waiting for it. I was like, ah, there it is. And poor Herman on the outside. He's just like, hey, Dick, you got $2 so I can heat my house. You can go in there. He's just like. I heard there's. He was like, I blew it all on Liz. There's yeah. some real suckers in there. Go ask them. Now we get to see a moment of what's going on on set. There's a scene. I have a on. problem with this. Because we hear the scene, right? Buddy Hackett clearly mis, uh, misreads the his lines. lines. He says sea urchins. He really does. Right? And then Bryce, again, I hate Bryce. He's a, He's dick. a dick. But Bryce calls cut, and he calls him on it. He says, you said sea urchins. You said the line street is urchin. clearly street urchins. And then Bryce turns around. And asks the, the crew. The whole set, everybody. What did he say? Dude, and they take all a are like, he said street urchins. And he just he goes did with not. it. No. He did not. He that motherfucking said. man clearly said sea urchins. It's a good thing it's just a fucking rehearsal. Like, And I'm not even worried about fucking captioning. Captioning did tell me he said sea urchins too. Yeah. But regardless of that. Oh, I heard him. I can clearly Clear hear. Clear as day say sea urchins. Why do I have to be accosted by these bloody sea urchins? And then he even follows it up with, why would I say sea yeah, urchins? Like, why would I say that? I wouldn't eat. That doesn't even make sense. I bet you did, buddy. Right? You did. No. I don't know if Bryce was just like, this is maybe Kissing like. His ass. Yeah, right. This is his LA way to like yeah. non confrontationally handle the situation. Is they're not as abrasive out there. A New York executive right. is just like, no, you did it goddamn wrong. Now do you it did, fucking now do right. Do it fucking right. Yeah. LA's like, no, oh, baby, you, did, you know, it's all cool. It's okay, but we're going to try we're one more try time. It. How about you maybe, try it? Maybe it sounds better. Maybe we're going to do it one more. We'll, maybe this will be good. Once this moment finishes, Bryce yells, Everybody go to lunch. Yeah. That's when Frank officially he rolls back, back on. Up. And this is such the passive-aggressive bullshit from right? Bryce, right? Frank is like, look, me and you need to talk, Yeah. right? And, and then Bryce goes, oh, you need everybody? You need everybody you to hear this? Get you you want to tell everybody they can go. You want to be the one to tell them they can go to lunch, right? right? Oh, oh I can handle that. Flips hey, everybody. Bullhorn. Frank has something he wants to say to you guys. With the bullhorn. And he turns it back around. And Frank I... even tells him again. He's like, no, no, no. We. We. Need to have a talk. We need to have a talk. And he still buddy. blows him off. He's like, "Yeah, I got to go talk to Preston about something." And so shit. he walks, he walks off. off. As soon as he walks off, all oh, the, the lights, lights on start set going shut off. off. This is my favorite and part. Soon, yeah, as soon as they shut off, this is when we get the, the best. best moment, the best ghost, the yes. best, the best everything, Dude, no, all around encompassing. It. I'm calling it right now. 
this is the best ghost of Christmas present in any oh, iteration. Oh, no, no, that's definitely true. But again, any this is iteration. like the best scene in the movie. Right. This is the best moment. This, so like, sh- this is great. This is great. <laughs> so we see Carol Kane. Yes. Shows up out of the darkness. Right. With her, like, dancing sign. Yeah, she's, she's clearly, doing ballet. So she's clearly, she's in a unitard with wings. She's clearly supposed to be a take on, like, a fairy godmother. Yeah. Right? Like, she is definitely a ballet fairy, fairy godmother. godmother. Yeah. Why that's what her take is, I don't know. But that is what it is. She pulls it off. I don't understand the take. <laughs> that's what it is. But beyond that, she is a violent Yes, fairy godmother, is. right? Fucking the only way her magic works in the scene is if she hits him. Right. Punches him, kicks him, bites, bites him. him. She has to hurt him. She has to hurt him. She has to hurt him to make her magic work. Because every transition is precursed so by a punch. He, so when she first shows up, he's trying to figure out like what the fuck what is the going fuck? on. Because again, this is drastically different than Cabby guy. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't even understand what's happening. And so she's dancing around, punches him in the face, right? And they end up in first one is yeah, it's Calvin. It's, it's Calvin and Grace. They're at Grace's place. house. This is where we see full full picture, right? Yeah. This is where we finally know she's a single mother. Single we mom. know that her husband has died. We know that that's when Calvin stopped speaking. Stopped talking because he saw it. He, he saw he watched it. His he's dad not die. done anything since then. But he's a really smart kid. He's super smart because we see the puzzle. The puzzle. None of the rest of the kids can yeah, figure it out. He not does. only is he super smart, he's super smart and he doesn't care that they don't know. Yeah. Not he, only, it makes like, him He did happy. it on his own. Yeah. And didn't show he them. He takes pride in it. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck if anybody else knows. He's like, Super, I know I can do it. He is smart. Yes. He's, best way to he's locked be. it away. Don't worry about other people. Yeah, he's locked it away. Not that he has a problem. Right. That's what that we're learning. Like two that's, seconds. That's what we're supposed to learn here, right? Like yeah. we're learning that he is. It's not that he's not speaking because there's an issue. Yeah, he's just locking it all in his head. He has made. He's made the choice. Yeah, to like, not I'm speak. Just not gonna talk. And that's. That, I mean, we don't need to spend any more time here. That's really. That's the focus. It's a nice, happy. The family. beautiful part of the Ghost of Christmas Present is that we don't need. Like most of the scenes, they might play out kind of long, but they're really just to show us like one thing, and yeah, we can kind of cover those really quick. These people are doing on as Christmas. much as we love her. Yeah. We don't need to spend a lot of time. The beauty is just that, again, when you watch the... It's just watching her interaction. Right. I can't... We could spend hours trying to this, tell you how fun it is to see it, but we won't do that. Yeah, we'll just let you know. It's super fun. pixie energy. Yes. Great. This time, right, isn't this when she paints the... Uh, she paints an X on him and slaps him, and then we're on to his brother's house. His brother's apartment, which is... Uh, again, it's an apartment, but in the way that in New York you would own an apartment, yeah, right? Like It's, like it's not like a rentable apartment. Like He owns the entire like floor, floor that he's in. Yeah. Yeah. You see it is in grotesque Gro- state. Yeah. It, this is my favorite. This is my favorite scene in the whole movie. Like even like saying that, like her shit. in general yeah. was my favorite. But this is again. This is our family. Yes, this is what we this do. This is what we do. We play, play trivial pursuit. Board games we play board trivial games. Pursuit. We do stuff like this. So it's Christmas Eve. I still hate Skip Bo. <laughs> I mean, you all let me believe till I was five years old that that was a rule. Bo gets skipped. Moving past it. <laughs> I love this scene. Again, this is two two yeah. more Murray brothers. Yes, the other. So like we said, the James, other Murrays. James, as we mentioned earlier, is one of them. And then also this this other male, not the crazy long-haired Jerry Dude, Curl guy. Jerry Curl guy. You know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know you're talking not about. Not him, obviously. Yeah. The, but the other one that kind of looks, looks like a Murray. Like James. Yeah. That guy is another Murray. The Murray Murray. He is Bill Murray's I meant to say other, another Murray. It's okay. <laughs> Murray he is Murray. definitely Bill Murray's uh, other little brother, I think. 
It's great. They're having the scene. They're playing Trivial Pursuit. I want to point out, James got nothing but easy questions, and he misses all of them. All of them? He's stupid as fuck. How do you miss whose boat was well, the Gilligan Island? No, we're not even getting there. The shit. first one is the what instrument does... Lurch play? It's yeah. a fucking harpsichord. How do you miss that, James? But so they're playing, they're having fun, but in the middle, between questions... They open presents. They decide to, they decide to take a present break. Yeah. And they're talking about James's brother, and he's like, yeah, I got him. I, I'm sappy. I gave him this cute little picture frame. I made it with my own little hands. Uh, uh, and so while he's talking about that, that's when the his girlfriend brings over Wendy. His girlfriend, yeah, Wendy. Wendy. I only point out her name because later on, for some odd fucking reason, Bill Murray makes a, or Frank makes a point on TV to I say her to name point her out. as if he didn't Did know it or something. Yeah, right? Like, he's like, Wendy. Yeah. And she's touched by it, yeah, too. He's like, oh, I'm it's like, so strange. I don't know if there's a deleted scene somewhere that explains that. why that make why that is there because be. it doesn't make sense. Really in what we've seen. Apologizing. But so because they make it a big point later, I'm going to make it a big point right now to let everyone know her name is fucking Wendy. Yes. Wendy brings over the present from Frank. Frank since he was talking about what he had given his brother. Yeah. And we can assume that's supposed to be uh, his their cousin. Because he did tell us that this was a family dinner. Yeah, the family And we know dinner. that they don't have another brother, so that means that this guy that looks like them must be a cousin, cousin or something, Cousin or right? something, yeah. Something like that. That guy's already kind of mocking Frank. Like, what did Frank get you? Yeah, <laughs> what, <laughs> what did he get you last year? A shower curtain or right, something? Yeah, yeah. And Frank's over. He's like, it was a nice shower James, curtain. James, yeah, no, he's like, yeah. it's a nice shower curtain. Had the IBC logo on it. It was great. It was, I love nice. that thing. It was great. He's, he loves his brother for the, No, and that's what he even says. Reason. He's my, he's my brother. I don't care. Right. Because they're like, why do you keep inviting yeah. him even though he doesn't show up? Because he's my brother. He's my brother. Man, it's like, yeah. oh, I get it. You're that guy from the Christmas Carol. Yeah. But so he opens up this present, which we all know is supposed to be a fucking towel. That's what he said. He told Grace towel. Towel, even. He said it real harsh. What does he open? It's a Fucking nice ass VCR. Philips VCR, top of the line. And recorder, it records too. It doesn't just play the VHS tapes. That's right. You can record stuff off TV. We see the nice little moment where Frank flips the fuck (laughs) out and he was like, I didn't get you that. My ex secretary. I love the way he said it. The way ex secretary. Yes, the ex turned Turned into into the the S. S. I loved it, dude. Right. I love it. Like, that is one of those things that's imprinted in my head forever. Yeah. The way he says the that. Secretary. Grace got it for you. Right. I love this because we already had the moment where she made him negotiate that <laughs> she's supposed to get a raise. Right. I think it's crazy that she didn't immediately punch him right, just when he said ex-secretary. But she didn't. She yeah. lets the rest of the scene play out. This is where we hear the next question is the, the what's the name of the boat that took the crew of the Gilligan's Island on their three-hour tour? And they can't figure it out. The SS Mackerel? Wendy and James the are the dumbest people ever. They've never watched TV. And so literally while this is going on, though, Frank is like, <laughs> stop. I want to stay. I want to stay. I know I want to see this. I know this. And again, I want to point out, the ghost hits us with the truest of all facts. Right? 
everyone fucking she knows does. this. She's like, everyone knows I this. I was eight years fucking old and I fucking knew this. She is right. Yes. Everyone knows this. The We're going to say it now. Minnow. It is the SS Minnow. It will be said later. Don't worry. The movie is the same way because yeah. they want, they agree. Everyone fucking knows easy. this. But so she takes him out, though. She was like, no, we're done here. She, this is when she hits him with the fucking toaster, toaster dude. Busts him in the mouth. Fucking cracks him in the face with it. And then we flash. Now we, He's in, like, the sewer. We get sad. Yeah, this, I hate this. This is the one scene that I there's, there is no, there is no direct connection to the actual Christmas Carol in this scene. No, right? this is just to hurt you. We get dead. Dead Herman. Herman. No, no. No reason. There's no uh, character that equates to Herman in A Christmas Carol. We just get to see that for some reason. Sweet old homeless guy who just for some reason, Richard Burton. There's somebody that Frank can't save. Yeah. Right? Because, again, this wasn't the Ghost of Christmas Past no. showing us this. This is this right This is the Ghost now. of Christmas Present sent this him happened. here. It's happened. It's already happened. It's we done. I'm so upset. It's so, so sad. Frank freaks out a little bit. Because Herb is dead. And he doesn't know if he can get out. He panics. Then he sees the door. Clearly a door. Yeah. Clearly. It says something about it's the only one that doesn't smell like piss. So, it so has he knows to be it's the, the right way, way out. out. Then he busts through, but he doesn't bust through onto the street. No, he busts through onto set. Onto Scrooge set. With little people filming. Again, I don't understand what they were doing because they... He tries to hide behind one well, of them. The, I but I mean, like, what were they filming? I don't know. I don't remember there being little people in. That's my a point. Christmas what were Carol. they filming? Were they doing some weird uh, forced perspective shots? Ooh, that's actually a good idea. That's that was my thought. That is a good that's idea. That's what was in my notes. Because why else would you need these people? The, if you pay attention when he pops out, the rest of the set. Yeah, is yeah, like, no, it's I, only like eight feet fucking tall, but it's think? supposed to be a whole building. I would. That's a good idea. I don't even remember where we were now. He was on the set. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on the set. Bryce sees him. Bryce <laughs> is like, "What, what the hell is dude, going we've on?" Been for you dude we're worried about you right and so just, but but he says worried but basically bryce is like we're gonna lock you away in your fucking place so I'm that way you can not bother me as I, I take your spot usurp <laughs> all of your kingdom right i am so happy that you are having a nervous breakdown it works so great for me but can you kindly just hide in your office until you get fired so and they go to the elevator and before he gets on the ele as the elevator oh, opens, we see this freaky-looking skeleton face. What is Grim Reaper? Reaper. The ghost of uh, Christmas, the ghost Christmas, Christmas future. future, but it's the ghost for the play. The for play the, for, for, for the for the production. But Frank don't know that. No, get out of here! These come for me. I know what you want. You come and get it, you pussy. And so then that guy is freaking out, and Bryce, like Bryce comes up like, like freaking Quit out. Quit scaring Frank. Get out of here. The way Frank Frank is like, uh, someone give him a raise. Right. He's doing a he's, he's doing, doing a great, great job. job. He's gonna be a big star. Yeah, I love it. Frank goes up to his office. Well, up, he he really didn't even make it to his office. He just goes to the floor Above, that his office is on, on and just starts power drinking that fucking vodka, buddy. And then all of a sudden, once he's up there, what happens? Who shows up again? Elliot shows up. With a shotgun. Fucking Bobcat. He shows up and he's very upset. He's had a very bad day. Well, he's going to shoot you with his shotgun, so you better run. And so he does. He does. He even asks for a head start. He's like, can I get a head start? He's like, and then, sure. And Frank's trying to yell, like, trust me, man, I've had, I've had a, worse, a way worse day than and you. And I might agree with Frank in this situation. Herm died. I mean, that's... that's oh, he's dealt with a lot of crazy yeah. shit going on. Still I so understand sad. Elliot lost his job. And his wife his, left him. I get and it. All that Lots shit. of bad stuff. I'm not trying to downplay that. 
but her died. Is, well, and Frank is dealing with like existential I'm, crisis. I'm going through time. Is life have, real? I have ghosts showing up. I don't know if I'm in the Matrix or not. It's a lot. But so finally, though, Frank makes it. He he does evade all the gunshots. And then here's a surprising moment. The ghost of Christmas future saves Frank's life. Pulls him into the elevator at like the last second, right? It's only weird because we all know that the Ghosts of Christmas Future's job in every iteration of any kind of Christmas carol is to scare the living bejesus out of you. So saving your life seems like not the right thing I to mean, do. I mean, well, if you're dead, he can't scare you. I guess. I guess. It's my only logic for it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it does kind of go against what you think of, like, that ghost yeah. like, in oh, particular. Yeah, that was awful damn nice of you, Grim Reaper. But so then this ghost, this is real quick. We're not going to spend much time with these. It is literally well, because scenes. The scenes are quick, too. Boop. They don't happen very, like, they're, they I, don't take up very long. We don't the, need very long to we're describe We're in the them. elevator. We go down. We open. We're in an insane well, he asylum. Sees, well, first, before we even open, before we do oh, that. Oh, yeah, I almost let's skipped see. it. He... He thinks it's the fake one again. Yeah, he and so he rips open the chest and we see actual demons, demons in the shit. rib cage. It's so funny. He's just like, did our people do that? We're going to get calls. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> We're going to get phone calls. Then he starts to read. He looks up the face and it's the TV. TV? We talked about this it's earlier. Really we cool. need to come back. I liked it. You see it shift between like skeleton face, Bill Murray's face, acid ripped off Bill Murray's face, face flame and, fires. Yeah. It's such a crazy and then it Effect. cuts to the door opening on yeah. the screen, and then we walk through. It's a real cool cut. I like that. But so now we'll get to the scenes. They're all real fast. Yeah. First one is definitely... Yeah. It's, the this is the weirdest future, right? This is so dystopian future. Right. What the fuck outfit was she wearing? I don't know. So this Corella one... Corella it's, it's in a insane asylum. It's Calvin now. Right. Like 16, right? Yeah. I would say. He's older. So like a decade, maybe. And he's in a padded room and she's the, wearing the scientist, a, the scientist a looking. I don't know. The scientist looking very also like cold future dystopian. Right. Uh, but Grace is wearing not even like a dashiki. I don't know what it is, but it is either. like rags. rags. Like she is definitely so poor that she can't afford clothing anymore. And he's just still this future hasn't is talked. so strange. Yeah, Calvin still hasn't talked. He's just in the corner and stuff. Yep. And Frank, to his credit, is like he's like I I know the head of yeah, pediatrics. Yeah, no, he's immediately like, he's like we can do something. This. We can fix this can kid. Fix this right Let me now. go back. Don't you take even me back, worry and I got it. this one right. Don't even worry about it. Next one we go to bitch Claire, old With woman, the bitch worst. Claire. Age makeup I've ever seen in my life. Just, they try. It is penciled. <laughs> it is. It is they penciled, try. lined on. I, on VHS, I bet it looks great. No, it looks fine. I yeah. as a kid, I bought it. But now it's as just an like, adult watching like an HD copy it's like of this. Makeup. You, You're it's, not supposed to see it up close. It was bad, dude. It really was. Uh, but so this scene is just there to show us that it, this Claire exists in a world where she never speaks. To Frank again after the last time. But she took his advice. So she took the advice that he gave him. Yeah, scrape him off. Save yourself. Fuck everybody yeah, else. Yeah, you want to save somebody? Save yourself. She says that. Yeah. She says that's what she lives by. Because there's the little kids. Thanks, Lumpy. There's the little kids begging for money. Right? She she's even, like, ah, get them away. Thanks, Lumpy. Yeah. Or does she might even say Frank that time, right? Because again, we're trying to make the distinction. Something. I right? can't remember. She has Because she's cold at that point, yeah. right? So we wouldn't, we wouldn't use Lumpy. That's affectionate. Right. She's cold. Even Frank's upset. He's yeah, just yeah. like, that was a lousy thing to do. Like, yep. no, I mean, he didn't do it. Yep. You did it. That's but, the whole point of this. And so then we're done with her, though. Last that one's one. finished. Last one we come to. Frank's funeral. Yeah. He thinks it's James at first. 
It's his cremation Dude, at this, the same time. Okay, this, this one is the, I remember no, when I was a so kid. So this is the third one. This is what I yeah. say. We're going to come back to the other thing that scared the living piss out of me about Fucking this movie as a kid. Fucking scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. The transition from him like freaking out Trying outside the coffin to being inside, inside the coffin. Inside it on fire. Oh my God, dude. I, I swear for so a small time in my childhood because of this movie, I was claustrophobic. And it was because of that scene and the fire and the coffin. That's the last one though. He super freaks out. Super freaks out. Rightfully so. Wakes, Wakes up, up. Comes it, out of the... Elevator, I'm back, alive. straight back into Elliot's arms, essentially. Right. And Elliot's like, "Not for what, long." What? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot you anyway. And he's like, "No, you're not, because I'm well, a different guy." Because at this moment, even more so than in any other version of a Christmas Carol you've ever seen in your life, like any kind of crazy hyper manic mode Ebenezer Scrooge you've Michael ever Kane seen in the Muppets didn't this, even do this. This Bill, like Bill Murray as Frank in this scene is so well, not even the scene from this point, point to, the end, yeah, the, to movie, the end of the movie, the manic fucking phase that he is in is ultimate ins- euphoria. Of, like, is I a, get it now. He's a literal different person yeah, he than is. he's been the entire even, rest even, of the uh, movie. Elliot's like, he's like, I'm confused. I came here looking for Frank Cross and you are not. And he's just like, that's me, but it's not me. I'm, I'm, I went through a whole thing, man. But like, here's the deal. I'm going to give you your job back. Yeah. I'm going to give you double you, pay. This office? This office? You like my office? You're going to have my office. I don't yeah. like your office. And he's like, that's what I like about you. Yeah. You speak your mind. It's very crazy. Yeah, it and is. he stays this way again the whole, rest, the whole, of the, the whole rest of the movie. So at this point, though, he tells Elliot, he's like, look, you're going to help me. You're going to go down to the control room. Yep. Here's You're your You're going to keep everybody down there. Take the your shotgun, shotgun back to him. Frank then heads to set. When Frank gets to set, he's like, again, as soon as he gets there, people in the control room are like, oh, hell no. Oh, we're no, going to stop this. Then, right then, Elliot shows in. You're going to just keep the camera on him. They here's tie, my, here's he my ties, up, ties, ties up Bryce. Bryce. Keeps him like tied up so that way the censor lady who's been getting beat up can start sexually assaulting him. For real. Like once they do the mistletoe yeah. thing. Well, it kind of like, starts now. She starts eyeballing him right he's now. He's got mistletoe right next to his I head. Know. It's rough. It's taken care of so that way Frank the can go out. The camera stays on. Yeah, Frank can go out and do what he needs to do. And he starts making this speech about how he knows he was a horrible person. The cameraman's like, yeah, you're the one that was <laughs> yeah, going to make were. it. You're the reason we're working right now. And he's like, yeah. And you know what? A week ago, I would have kicked the shit out of you for saying that. And but fired now your ass, I'm but a different now, person. I'm a different guy. He keeps going on his speech. He's talking it's to everybody. It is. Again, we, we don't need to go through all the. No. We'll hit the highlights. The highlights being he stops and talks to his brother. Yeah. Specifically pulls out the picture. He says, my brother made me this he's giving it's so it's touching he's like i love you I'm i messed up i'm sorry i fucked up and he's like and you're right about everything except for one fucking thing the, the ss, SS minnow, minnow you fucking moron How everyone knows that? that during this moment that's when he gives the high wendy again we don't know why right. i think it was a cut out she looked touched whatever. right very touched she did she's like Oh. There's a hundred percent something that happened we didn't see. Right. We, he was a dick to her earlier. Right. A phone call that didn't something. happen. And During all of this, we see uh, what's his name, the the exact guy, right? He, he oh, Mr. Rhinelander. Yeah. He is flipping his shit. But we do get the payoff for the cats. Thing. Yes, no, I was right to say yeah, yeah. during the because right before Frank starts his tirade, there's the scene with the door mice and the cats are all pawing at the fucking thing. Yeah, and he's, he's like, I told you. He's freaking out. His wife tells him though. 
No, it's cool. Like, no, wait, let him speak. I like, he's going I like somewhere. This. He's going somewhere. Yeah. Let him cook. Yeah. Let him cook. Uh, and so he does. He, he keeps going. He's literally, at this point, he's just like pouring from the heart, touching like real speech about like Christmas and what it means, means and how how you should, and not even Christmas anymore, just about how you should change your soul, right? You, he starts you getting, should like, want to do nice things because you'll get greedy for it. Yeah. And then you'll well, again, in the real world, need. in the real world, we could have all made money by getting this guy sent to the loony bin. Yeah. Because he is going off on that kind of tangent. Yeah, yeah. He sounds insane. That being said, he's definitely speaking truth. He's, I mean, but he just sounds insane the truth way he's going about it. sounds crazy sometimes, I guess man. so. But he's just telling people, like, you, you got to make the change. You can't be that guy. You got to be good. You yeah. got to be the good you put in the world. Don't be like me. I think a lot of it was improvised. Oh, I definitely. Knowing Bill Murray, I definitely. Yeah. But during the during all of this, though, he does start to make a call out to, to Claire, Claire to yeah. come see him. And we see Claire hear it. All the people that she works with in the homeless shelter are cheering for her to go. He even says something about like the He brings book, up the Kama, the Kama Sutra, Sutra again. He's like, we can Everybody's try this like, one and stuff. That you one know black the one. lady, she's no, just he's like, like, oh, damn. He, he goes, you know the one. You know, and we like do this, this and we do a little bit of this. And, little, and you know, before when we tried it, we both kind of had a problem. But right. I think the way I am right now tonight, I think we, I think we can do this and avoid any kind of personal injury, some any physical or psychological yeah. injury. I loved it. It's this so good. Great. And then so she's like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Soon go. As she walks out the door, goes to Christmas past. Right, shows up in his cab. He's she's like, like, I can get you there quick. Can well, you, yeah. Can what you floor? get me there in three minutes? And she's what like, floor? what floor? Yeah. With his cigar. I loved it. So great. Again, guys, we're you can already tell what's happening here. Right, we're Getting building up. End. It's basically done. Right. She shows up. He continues his speech. He's going on about how it's great and everything's good and love each other and all this that. This moment's shit. great. He's again you basically you can tell he's just trying to he's for a lack of words on how to wrap up the entire thing he's been going and, and building up to. Right. And then out of nowhere, Calvin walks up. He's like, what, did I miss something, big man? And he finally... You made tear. tear. I'm not crying. You're crying, man. Because right. this of was fucking sad moments. Calvin goes, God, God bless, bless us, everyone. everyone. And you see Grace. And you see Mama, the grandma, and the he, siblings. and 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 even at this point, Frank, because he, yeah, knows, he knows, he's like, oh my, he picks him up. Yeah, he does. Tiny Tim moment Tiny is Tim. up on like his shoulder. Uh, it's so. This is the best. And then we get, put a little love in your heart. heart. Put a little, put a little, put a little love in your heart. To wrap it all up. And Burl Murray being like, all the people, no. all the men. All the women, no. the guy who's been talking through the whole movie, no, I see I, you over there. That's how it, like, that's even after the, like, right after we start the, right, uh, the, the song starts because yeah. uh, Grace comes up, right? Yeah, and they, she they, starts they, singing It's it. literal, it's an actual, like, it's not a, because in a moment it becomes like a fake, like, meta type yeah, moment, right? fourth wall yeah, yeah. breaking. Yeah, but in the beginning... It's, it's not. Well, dude, no, even the fourth wall break, though, isn't a fourth wall break. We'll get there in just a second. That's why I think it's beautiful. But so, but in the beginning, though, she just starts singing, and then he looks up, and he ha you see this weird look on his face where he's just like, what the fuck am I looking at? Sees the ghosts. Oh, yeah. He sees, uh, he sees Lou's ghost. He sees the ghost, ghost of Christmas, Christmas past, yeah. future, present, and Herm. Herman. And, and then all the crowd's cheering, and he's looking, and, and again, we're just seeing, like, everybody that we've touched through the movie is coming back and having yeah. their dance moment but here's the part i know what you were saying is the fourth wall break it wasn't though think about it right what were we supposed to be seeing right now he was 
on live, live TV. TV. It's a live audience. Oh my god! I didn't he even think of that. He was not fucking fourth wall breaking, dude. Ah. That's supposed to be Frank talking to, to the, the goddamn audience, audience man. I didn't. Or even not think even of that. even even if not being the audience, it's him being joking with the people You're at watching. home. Yeah. But at no point was it supposed to be Bill Murray talking to us. But uh. the beauty here is that when you're in the theater, if you would have seen it in the theater, you wouldn't have thought about that. You would have thought it. And so I was like, man, could you imagine how fun it would have been to be a person in the theater? Right. And like when he said only the men and men started singing, singing and he's it. like only the women. No, the real women. And they start, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how fun would that have been? Now just the guy, the guy who was talking through the whole movie. You know I who see you are. I see you over there. But again, though, <laughs> it's a beautiful moment because it wasn't fourth wall breaking, but they wanted it to make you think it was. I didn't even think of that. It's genius, Now right? my mind is blown, it's dude. Genius, I'm over here. I'm dude. like, dude, that is so much better than I thought it was. All right. That's it, though. That was the movie. We're at the end. I loved this. I love Scrooge. It's a great, great movie. It is literally one of those movies I watch. I have watched every Christmas since I was seven. So at this point, we're talking more than 30 I years. I that I haven't watched it in like 10 years or so. Yeah. I'm, I have to watch it more often this now. This is more than 30 years of Christmases that I've watched this movie. Yeah, I got to catch up then. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. What did you think about the beer, man? Dude, this this is better than the other Great Lakes that we had, like the regular Christmas. The sale? regular Christmas sale, the bourbon barrel. Get it? It's a little more expensive, but it's fucking worth it. Like yeah. So again, we already said that the regular one was subtle. Subtle, yeah. This was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, the cinnamon is almost not there, right? Non-existent. But the vanilla-y caramel, caramel that from comes the from the barrel is oh, delicious. So and so, it, like, even if the cinnamon is there. There, it's just like accentuating yeah. that flavor more just so than yeah. the vanilla and caramel. It's great, it's so good. This, this is, is maybe one of the favorite? best beers. Yeah, like I don't know if I so want to go far. out on that limb yet, yeah, but I'm it's definitely to. pretty this far. This is the best one we've had so far. I'm gonna it's throw good, that dude. out. I my cup is empty. I I destroyed it. It's great. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not arguing. This All was right. a good episode. I've been having fun. What about next time? What are we drinking next time? Yeah, Hang on. that's on you. Usually man. you ask me that. I I'm do. Sorry. You I, jumped the gun. I fucked it up. But it's we are drinking beta. With an exclamation point. With an exclamation point. Very important. Abita Brewing Company's Christmas Ale. I'm excited. None of these have been bad so far. We came in with expectations to maybe be lit down. Yeah, I was expecting all these Christmas sales to be fruitcake in a can. None of them have been so far. I've been pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so I'm excited for the next one. I can't wait. Me. Again, guys, that's going to be our last Christmas movie. No hints, no clues, nothing going on here. Just one of my favorites. I will actually give you guys a little bit. This is not a hint or a clue that will help you in any way. I don't think. It is newer. It is far, far newer than any of the other Christmas movies we've done. We're going to end it on the newest. Newest. This is not something that I would call a classic. It's not old enough to be in that kind of category. This is... This, if I was a in the, man... In I'd... the realm of Christmas movies, this is brand new. If I was a betting man, I'd bet you haven't seen it. I think we're done, man. Why do you have demons sticking out from under your goddamn shirt? And they, they keep, keep calling, calling him Dick. Dick.